Hey gang, Sleeper Kid here. Just giving you a quick note before you start listening to this bad boy. Um, we have a, a near three-hour podcast coming up. Um, we had a blast recording it. Uh, when Paula Diamonds came in, uh, she already had a couple of beers in her, and I joined her with a little bit of wine. So uh, please excuse the um, the tipsiness, but uh, still some amazing conversation. Um, great stories. And then we even have uh, a bonus segment after we were done shooting for the weekend with Irene Silver as our co-host. So uh, once again, this is uh, another slightly tipsy uh, SKW podcast, but it's a lot of fun. We hope you enjoy it and uh, feel free to crack one open and join us as you listen. Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling with Fetish. I am here today uh, with somebody who I've never worked with before, but I'm very fucking excited to do that tomorrow. And uh, yes, uh, we just you just got in here a couple hours ago, and of course the first idea we had was like, well, let's get to know each other. Best way to do that is with one of these uh, introductory podcasts. So please say hello in your heads, not out loud, because it'll be because we can't hear yeah. you anyways. So it'll be yeah, alarming at an airport or something. Um, I to... mean, if we hear you, there might be something wrong with us <laughs> across time. <laughs> Uh, Paula Diamond. Hey, thank you, thank you for having me. Of course, no, I've 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 been looking forward to this for quite some time. Mm, cheers, cheers. Yes. Uh, drinking our, our grape juice. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, I mean technically it is just really old grape juice. But, really, uh, really old. But we um, uh, we've known of each other for fuck like almost a year. Or has it been like around? Pretty much the whole year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since yeah, and then um, it's just taken us a while to uh, finally finally get here. It's surprising how long it took. Actually, I honestly thought we were gonna cross paths at some sort some point earlier in the year, but I guess things just wild even... year. Yeah, it's been crazy. I can't believe it's almost over. I know. Mm. Like this is November already, and it's we crazy. everybody does it every single year where we're like, oh, it's January. This will never happen. Like <laughs> this, this year will go so slow. Oh my gosh, it'll never happen. And then we blink and we're like. What just happened? So, yeah. Yeah, and it's, I mean, and it, we're going to blink again. It's going to be December 30th or some shit. I know. Right? It's fucking bizarre. But uh, where were you, where'd you come in from? Okay, so I flew in actually from Tampa. Mm-hmm. So I was doing, I was doing a fetish tour there. So that must be a lot of work for you. It was a lot of work. I did everything from bondage to, um... Footwork, small mm. penis humiliation. It was amazing. Like, seriously, whirlwind tour. Nice. Couldn't be more grateful. Nice. How many people did you work with? Or how many producers? So I worked with Nixon, Ivy, Mia, and Vicky. So I did four this trip. Okay, so Nixon. I love Nixon. You say Mia? Mia Hope? Yeah, or? Nixon, Mia Hope, Ivy Davenport, and um, Vicky Vicks. Nice, okay. To I know. shamelessly plug everyone. <laughs> you should. Mia Mia's the fucking greatest. Mia's uh, fantastic. Nixon's so cool. Every time yes. we, she gets out here, we try to we try to work together. I would happily be bound up by that woman. Uh, she's crazy good. Anytime. She's crazy good. Anytime. I have bruises and I love it <laughs> so much. Everybody's like, oh, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, I have more fun than you. So I have to thank Nixon for any bruising tomorrow. I'll be like, damn Yeah, it! you'll be like, Nixon! Uh, of course. That's- that's okay. Literally, at one point during our shoot, I was like, that Nixon really burnt my biscuits. 
Well, no, that's why we have concealer. It's fine. It's um, fine. It's fine. We're just going to put it in really odd places. So, yeah, and I love Mia. Mia's like, you know, brand new still kind of. Well, not really brand new, brand new. She's been doing it for like a year or two. Yeah. If I'm correct. But in my mind, she's one of my the newest, newest girls I've worked with. Okay. And she's always been so much fun. She always has that enthusiasm of like, you know, get me back, get me back up there as soon as possible kind of thing. Um, but I'm glad you're here. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for having me. I'm uh, thoroughly impressed with your lovely home. Oh, thank you very much. It looks like um, a Dracula porn house. <laughs> to be honest. I was going for like French bordello, so that totally works. So yeah, French bordello. I'm definitely waiting for Lestat to come out and rape me in mm. the best way. It's totally consensual. Like, Well, they do have the mind power, so they can make you... Still consensual. Yeah, yeah, super 1,000%. Like, like the book list that or the Tom Cruise list that? Okay, not Tom Cruise, more like... Um, the way he's written in the book. The way he's written in the book. Well, the vampire I'm more like um, a... So. What is the... Townsend, what is his name? Oh, Stuart. Stuart Townsend is more my favorite Lestat. Like, oh, God, it's so awful. It's so <laughs> awful, but number one... Super big Aaliyah fan. Oh, yeah. Had to do it straight because of that. Like, mm -hmm. she uh, she passed away during the filming. We all we all know that. It was really sad. Mm -hmm. They had to CGI in the, the rest of her character aside Seems from... Seems like they CGI the rest of that movie. A, yeah. Except for, a lot of people don't know this, her brother stood in for her in full fucking costume in Ooh. the last scene where she's, like, standing in front of everybody and she yells at them and she's like, I am Akasha! Mm -hmm. That's her fucking brother. It's a man. That must have been a bittersweet moment. Right? No. She goes out and go potties. Go outside? So yeah, like a lot of people don't even know that. Um Yeah, so that was like a super sad thing, but it's probably one of the reasons why like I'm a big vampire fan is We have definitely moved to a tangent. This is great. Yeah, no, I super tangent. All <laughs> right. Come up, we'll have to come up with some sort of vampire thing. Right? No, I was just talking about your house, but it's definitely I grew up with that. I mean, I wasn't like a goth kid or anything like that. Okay. And that's the first thing my my friend uh Silkio came over this last week. She's like, "You weren't this goth in fucking high school. What happened?" And I was like, it's, it was a mixture of so many different things. Like, my ex-wife had something to do with it. Mm -hmm. uh, but I've always liked black and earth tones and reds and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, no. So. You, well, you definitely have a, uh, a very good mixture in here. Um, I, I would be happy to come back anytime for sure. Well, we'll see how... how see if you feel that way at the end. Uh, right, after, after tiny, like... <laughs> Fucking picks me up and just slams me Spoiler. around. No, yeah, he's he's excited. He's he really. I am um, super excited. He's he's such a sweetie pie. Like he's so. Don't gentle. tell me these things. I want to hear. He's mean. I mean, he's chained he's, up in the back. He's and growling. I can we, we hear him. We release him only when we only feed him once a month. Yeah, just fish heads. Just kidding. Just kidding. Fish heads and apple cores. We just throw that. Three into square the... meals a day. There's no chains. We swear. <laughs> he's in the attic right now. So. <laughs> like, he's like, not in the basement. It's like the gimp from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> open up a crate. Um, oh but no. So so let's talk about a bunch of different stuff. I do want to talk about what we have planned this week. Let's get this it. weekend we have a couple of customs. We have a couple of guys who yes. actually have commandeered some of the costumes. We're like, well, I want two or three. That kind of thing. Yes. Um, 
But we have uh, everything from mixed wrestling. We have excellent uh, knockouts, okay. crazy knockouts, panty fetish with okay. the knockouts. Okay, love it. Uh, what else do we have tomorrow? There's what also pro on? pro style. Some promos, love it. My favorite script so far is is so simple, but it's you guys using like a voodoo doll on each other. Why didn't you tell me I had a voodoo I doll? I would have brought one. No, I have one. I have okay, one. but like I. Oh, this is this spill. is. Spoiler alert! I spilled some of my grape juice. The grape juice Ooh. is like one for the homies deep, right? <laughs> it's, At least two dead homies. It's there. There are a few homies that got a shot or two. Two of my dead friends were like, "What? What the fuck? What? For me? I wasn't expecting it. On that a, was on a, fantastic. Yeah. On, on hey, P.S. Uh, happy Veterans Day. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, guys. Happy Veterans Day, everyone. Thank you for your service. I love that because now I have to release this podcast this week because otherwise it would yes. be so dated. Oh if my I release God, it right? December. No, you can't. Now you have to do it. So it is literally November 11th, <laughs> Veterans Day. Now I have to release it. Thank yeah, you. Thank you're you. screwed. Thank you for setting up my, uh, my, <laughs> my schedule for me. Um, so so let's talk about... Um, yeah, we do have Sorry. Tiny. Stop. Um, you can cut it out. No, no, no. We have Tiny coming. Uh, I think I have to wrestle you guys at some point, provided that I feel better. Mm -hmm. I'm a little... I, got, I think it's allergies or whatever. But right? We've been chugging emergencies. Emergency all night. Grape juice and emergencies. <laughs> I have like a vitamin water, zero sugar in front of me, a bubbly raspberry, and some adult grape juice. This is an emergent W. That is an emergency Emerging for adults. Wine. It's a um, it's an emergence for sure. But so <laughs> I hadn't heard of you, uh, to be completely frank, like until Irene really started like pitching you to me. She was just like you, you know, Irene, and I think DJ later on. Yeah, uh, was like, but I, Irene was if I. Correct. You, uh, Irene was the first time that she was like, "You got to work with this girl." Yeah. And then she sent me pictures and you know sent me to your then Twitter and stuff like that. Oh my um, God, my poor Twitter. Yeah. No, I've got my fault. Learning. I did the same thing. Lessons. I did the same. Super thing. hard lessons. What happened to your Twitter? Okay, so back in the day, nobody gave a shit if you had like music playing quietly in the background. Oh. So there's one company that I work for where I did like a promo tweet mm -hmm. with their link. And I believe that because it was not just a regular like tweet tweet, but because it was related to a SW link, it specifically got targeted. And I had music playing in the background. So they so called it a Demeca law. Oh, they were the like, BMCA? we don't. Yeah, they were yeah. like, we don't think. Yeah, that's, I just throw it out there. I'm like, Demeca. I don't even like to do the fucking. I don't care about fucking your Demeca. Yeah, that's. I, I'm like everybody knows what I'm talking about that's when I say. That's where the Muslims it. go every year. Yeah, yeah I guess. Um, yeah, Mecca. <laughs> we're so getting in trouble. For that. Didn't mean it. I <laughs> didn't mean e it guys, like that. Guys, I went to Egypt. I, I'm with you. I, you know, I'm, an, I'm, an, I'm an ally. He's way better. Assalamu alaikum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I I have lots of Muslim friends, and they're gonna hate me for doing it wrong. Uh, but no. Assalamu alaikum. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was pretty pretty on point. Right, I did it. So it was so copyright but, music. Yeah, so I had music playing in a fucking little tweet, and like they told me that I was no longer That's allowed so to have weird. my Twitter because I had music so playing weird. in a tweet. Mine was. Uh, and I was I was like I don't think Bruno Mars will care that I'm playing. You know, what what is that song? 
But he sings where like you are the greatest just the way you are. I don't know. Oh, is that was that? Him? <laughs> yeah, that was. I, I don't think he'd his, be like, mad if I was twerking to that his, in my like, kitchen. What's it called? Funk song. What the fuck is Uptown that? Uptown Funk. Yeah. Yeah. Uptown so, copyright gonna fuck you yeah, up. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like whatever. So copyright issues took my Twitter down, and I learned a very. I, I lost it. Learned a valuable lesson. Kind of the same dumb reasons, except on the different side of the spectrum. Like I, I've been posting wrestling photos and videos for years on that Twitter and I had something like 10,000, 11,000 followers. Yeah. That's not a whole lot for me. I mean, it was, I mean for, for me it was great. For a lot That's of, enough to keep your business yeah, running. Yeah. And then uh, I posted a new banner photo. No, I had a banner photo up for years that was the same photo. It was two mm-hmm. girls dressed head to toe in wrestling gear. Gotcha. And I'm talking even like pantyhose. Gotcha. Know, doing an STF, which is basically one girl bent over another girl and ch- pulling her chin back. Uh, no sexual contact at all, and right. then I suddenly got flagged for that photo saying it was graphic violence. And before awesome. I got a chance to switch it out, sorry, your account has been suspended. Uh, and awesome. So, yeah, yeah. I have fucking, f- I have screenshots of like 12 year old girls. Oh, I know. I sent them to one of our cohorts and was like, how do we get this page shut down? And mm-hmm. she's like, I've tried. Instagram had some of those too. Yep, where they're just like full-fledged wrestling mm-hmm. positions, which is great. They're in singlets. There's no sexual yeah. whatever other yeah. than the fact that they're fucking minors and it's on Twitter well, and it's that, on a it's, sexual wrestling it's, page. That's what I'm saying. It's on a – because Irene sent me a link and I was like, okay. It was probably what if I sent her. it was some her, guy who ran like a, a, a young adult wrestling club – and was doing it for promo. Everything else was adult, adult, yeah. adult. And then but one photo in there, they were exactly. little girls. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah, and I couldn't get it and taken down. Pa- yep, couldn't get it taken I literally tried for hours before I sent her yeah. that thing and was like, how do we do this? And she's like, we don't. And I was like, okay. <gasps> but if we even say one thing, towed out a line. Because you're a sex worker. Because of who we are and what we do. Yeah. And yet these other pages, they have straight petty, like pedophile pages. I got, I think I got yelled at because of some of the political stuff Or if stuff we that even report those pages. No, I don't. I don't. You make yourself known, guess what? Now they know who the fuck you mm-hmm. are. I so would, you can't even say, you can't even speak out against the wrongs. I would post political shit and it wasn't like anything extreme. It was just kind of like, you know, anti-Trump or whatever right. the time or anti, oh, anti-QAnon. And I would get like flagged. It was like, be careful for hate speech. I'm like, I'm literally just this pointing. Isn't hate. There's, this isn't hate speech. So there's this thing like we all believe in the whole freedom of speech, mm-hmm. but it's a very misled conception that we get to speak freely and that's not necessarily what it really means. Mm-hmm. You get to speak your mind when you're in a certain social standing. Yeah. And even then, there's no such thing as No, and I speech. get that. I get that. I, I totally understand that Twitter it's, and Facebook have their own standards. Yeah, they have, have their censorship. By. But it's like one of those things that we all get so bent out of shape until we learn the lesson. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all told, oh, freedom of speech. And it's like, oh, and then you get into this line of work and you realize, no... There's no such thing. Well, let me let me move the topic <laughs> back to, to the fetish stuff, guys. Right, I, I don't want to get too sorry. much into, into the political, okay. or, or in my case, I guess the home and gardening. Right, um, no. But, Beautiful uh, plants. Okay, wrestling, homes. wrestling. Okay, how did I get started? Vampire houses. No, but Right, no, seriously. So, it's because so we're no. in the South. So that is the question. So right now, uh, people know you for doing a myriad of different uh, fetishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for, you know, like you said, you just went to, to Tampa and did like, you know, six or seven different topics yeah. in, in one week. Um, so I'm a little fetish queen over here. So let's start at the beginning. Um, sure. Um, 
How far in the beginning? Well, like, no, no, not like where were you born? Like a long time ago in a galaxy <laughs> yeah. far, far away. Well, we talked about it earlier during dinner. You mentioned being, uh, you went from being born into a pretty religious household and then I did. slowly breaking out of that. Can you take us through that real quick? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So I uh, grew up in a very small town up in Washington State, a uh, little coal mining town. And... Um, yeah, so I was born into the uh, the Mormon religion, believe it or not, mm-hmm. and um, so it's pretty. It's it's a wonderful religion. It gives you really great like principles and morals to grow up with, like knowing the differences between right and wrong. However, when it comes to thinking outside the box, as far as sexuality or like differences of opinions and stuff like that not necessarily was it the best place to grow up in when i was younger however from what i understand from it now i cannot speak for the mormon religion in its current state in 2021 from what i understand now it is a little bit better and much more understanding caring religion they've worked towards you know progressiveness with the lgbtq community and whatnot good for them they didn't have that when i was doing it Mm. so anyway um i had a lot of different interests and whatnot that didn't coincide with what i was raised with um everything from like women can think for themselves to you know like women can like go to college and actually get their degree you Mm -hmm. know oh heaven forbid but no so like um i was that wasn't a thing um, so like they, they say that it's a thing, but basically like it's more expected that you go and within a couple of semesters, you meet your significant other okay, who's right. like a return missionary and they get to finish their degree and then you get married so and make babies. So basically it's okay to, to It's okay to, to start school, but you don't really. But as long as you go to BYU. Or yeah, as long as you go to BYU and even then it's okay if you don't finish because you're just supposed to make babies. And just like in sex, women aren't supposed to finish. Yeah, finish. yeah, no, like, it's okay. So, like... Is the one with a hole in the thing? Wait. <laughs> Which is the one with a hole in the sheet? Is that Judaism? I have no idea. No, there's no hole in the sheet. Oh, Mormonism is just now a, a lot of butt-fucking. Like, that's one thing that I think is going on at, at the colleges. There was an article <laughs> I read about it where they were like, Hey, we found a loophole, literally. <laughs> we don't... If we just do no it in the butt... I'm like, I have no idea. I don't follow religious fucking media tweets ever again. Yeah, lots of b-holes at BYU. There's uh, apparently a lot of butt-fucking as, as a way to, to circumvent the uh, you know, mm. no sex kind of thing. Right. Well, I mean, or, or, they could just, or they could just like admit that their imaginary friend made up what is okay and what isn't okay, and maybe they should just be humans. Yeah, and Jesus threw down. He was friends with a hooker, you know. Right. I'm sure she threw him a couple of freebies. <laughs> I mean, they never write about his younger years for that reason. You don't know what happened to him between the ages of like and fucking five and twenty six. There's because- like a whole, there's a whole missing age until all of a sudden he was thirty five and was like, yeah. "Yep, it's okay." I, I there was got a it. lot of spring breaks and and you know like that we don't know about. But um, so so yeah, so until okay, you, so you're pretty immersed in that religion, and you told me until the age of like what twelve? Um, so I got baptized when I was twelve, and I had questioned it all the way up until that point, and the only reason why I did it is to get my dad off my back, mm. so he'd stop pressure me and um by the time i was 16 like four years later i was just i was officially like cool i did this for you guys and i really tried this shit ain't for me Mm -hmm. like super not for me so that kind of just sparked like the whole 
rigmarole that I went through of kind of figuring out what was for me. Mm-hmm. So when you grow up in a certain type of way like that, whether it, just any type of strict household, I'm not going to say oppressive, repressive, anything like that. Yeah, sure, when sure. you grow up in a strict household, you want to branch out and become your own person. I feel that in certain stricter households, sometimes that branching out period can be a little bit more extensive or go a little bit further. Um, I also knew from a very young age, physically, mentally, sexually, all these things, I did not coincide with anything mm-hmm. that was there. I thought differently. Was it um, about sexual? I mean, was it how much shaming in terms of, of being sexual was there in the household? I was not allowed mm-hmm. to, okay, like, I was not allowed to be gay. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. That kind of goes with So my very first, like, relationship experience that I had was with a woman Mm. my age. So not only was it hard because, like, she didn't return the feeling, you know, which is part of coming into who and what you are. But on top of that, like, I was being repressed from the religious aspect on top of that. So it it was pretty hard. Um, it basically made me like put aside a lot of my feelings. Well, my high school is like algebra and heartbreak. So I I hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just basically like, I made up my mind. I was going to be straight and, um, unhappy. (laughs) Did you have any feeling for boys at all? Oh yeah. Yeah. A mix of both. I have a, I have a healthy mixture. Mm. I, um, it's a healthy mixture today. Yeah, I'm like I'm like low key. It's a little bit of both. Like, oh my time. god, that was the greatest Disney fucking episode in the world. I was like, oh, they said it for real. My mom, my mom was like that for the longest time. Where she was like, I, I get being gay and I get being straight. But I don't understand the bi thing. And so even my mom, who was very very liberal, was very not anti, but she just didn't get bisexuality. She thought it, in her words that it was just someone who was just way too greedy. And I was like, that's not how that works. I can understand that. (laughs) I am not this person that walks around and every single man or every single woman gets my rocks off. Well, that's that's the misconception. Which is, yeah, is what they think bisexuality Mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. The fact of the matter is, is I have walked into a room and seen a man so handsome that I didn't have to say a single word we just were into it right yeah yeah yeah. he looked at me i looked at him oh my goodness and we went out on a date nice i have literally had those same fucking things happen to me with a beautiful woman totally different time frames different ages in my life so i didn't think it was fair to call myself straight or gay because I know I have equal levels of attraction to either men or women. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's rare too. Like I, I'm sure he won't mind me saying it, but my, my, my brother is bisexual, but okay. he leans towards women. Okay. Yeah. I lean, I lean towards men. He, I know that. Exactly. So he married a woman. Gotcha. You know, but uh, he's had many experiences with guys. Absolutely. So it's never, I mean, it's very rare for me to hear that it's equal. But uh, for some people, it can be. Yeah. Right. But it doesn't mean that every single person. It's that same misconception of, oh, he's a gay person, so he must want to fuck every man that he sees. Right. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. People have taste. (laughs) I'm like, 
Yes, there are there are plenty of people that we all know that they will happily take whatever is offering to them in that moment. There are people who are like yes. quadrisexual. They'll just fuck anything that moves. Yes. Um, Good. And, that's, and that's more great. power to you. Yeah. Please do what makes you happy as long as it's consensual and no one's getting hurt. Everyone needs love. Everybody needs love mm-hmm. in however the capacity that they're looking for it. But I think that we've all now in 2020, we've all started to realize there's a much... Much different um, capacity into into sexuality and and all of it than what we were raised with. Yep, for sure. So you're now 16, and so you didn't do anything dramatic like run away or anything. Oh yeah, I was in and out in and out of my parents' house from the time I was 16. I stole a car. Nice. Took it in the middle of the night. No joke. Leather pants. Packed that shit. No, it was a Volvo S70. I'm saying, did you look like Sandy from Greece, like all badass cigarette? Probably a little <laughs> bit. My mom had the keys. She knew something was up. She hid the keys under her pillow. Oh, okay. I came in at like three in the morning you grabbed the and hugged her, and I was like, "I'm sorry, mom. I just had a really bad dream. I love you. I just wanted. Oh I just want to." She knew. She. My dad and I had been fighting. He had uh. thrown me. My dad had thrown me out of the house for getting an A. I didn't deserve it because I hadn't been to Spanish class as much that semester as all the other kids. And because I was bilingual, I didn't deserve the A. And the kids that showed up every day that mistreated our teacher deserved it better. So he threw me out of our house. I've never heard that before. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. Yep. Did you just like ace all the tests? Is that what was happening? My Spanish teacher was 28 years old, uh, Senora Ryerson. I'll never fucking forget this lady. Straight out of college, she she knew exactly what was going on. She was like, you're fucking bilingual. You're too smart to be here. And you're unhappy. She said, how about this? Give me your phone number. I'll mm-hmm. call you on semester final days, on test days, whatever. You're not going to get the credit for attendance. But if you ace these tests, you'll still ace the year. Like, I can pass you. Mm. So all I did was show up on test days. So I was super fucking happy that an entire semester that I had missed, mm. I still showed up and got a fucking A and came I home. Mean, I, I did that in college. Exactly. I, I, I would do that. I would sit down and actually watch the professor do his thing and suddenly look at the book and go like, he's literally just reading out the book. So why mm. don't I just go home, read the book. Read the book. And then when it's time to do the test, ace it and... I did that with at least three or four classes. Oh my God, right? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. So you think a parent would be proud of you for getting an A? I'm, no, no, I didn't deserve how you do it. Yeah, I didn't like deserve cheating. that A yeah. more than the kids that sat their asses in the seat every fucking day that didn't pay attention, that cheated on their assignments, mm-hmm. that were rude to the teacher. You got penalized for being smart. I got penalized for being smart and I got thrown out of my fucking house. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to... Moving on. To so the, so so the that crazy kind of, shit, when did you start exploring? When right. did you start to... to so, uh, hypersexuality from a young age, absolutely. I'll mm. totally admit that. Anybody who asks you, anybody who knows me, they'll be like, yeah, she's How hypersexual. How old were you when you felt that that was... Oh, I was like 16 and I was like, yeah, this is probably a lot different than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really worried about it, just observant of mm. it, for sure. Um, because I was about sixteen or seventeen too when I started. Yeah, like, sixteen, oh, seventeen. These are hormones. Also, like from an early age, people kind of like made comments about like the interaction that they had with me, and they were like, "Oh, this is a lot more advanced than somebody your age. Like you fuck like a porn star. Why?" 
I was like 18 and I was like, cause I like it. And I thought it was okay to make noise. So like, <laughs> I, that's such a thing though, right? Like, yeah, I, like I don't want to go. I mean, we'll, we'll do a bit of a tangent here, but yeah, yeah like, sure. That's something that's been so crazy to me where I've, I've been with, with people, uh, where they'll be loud and then they'll apologize for it. Yeah. How, it, I'm like, why the it fuck tripped you? me up yeah. a little bit that like, somebody said something like that to I me. I want you to be loud. It's I'm like, like, if I'm a performer on stage, for example, I want the crowd to clap when I'm doing their thing, uh, when I'm doing my thing. When I know that you like what I'm doing, please just let me enjoy it because yeah. then we're all going to have a great time. I never understood the quiet ones. I mean, I, I do. I do understand that some people were, I totally get were, it. were so kind of brought it's, up into, you know, to be shamed. I get it. Either shaming or you live in a, a situation where you don't, you have roommates or whatever. You have to be quiet. You yeah. have to be quiet. I am that person. Please rent a hotel room. Please buy me a house. <laughs> buy me a house. Please buy me a house at least a mile from anyone. That is my fuck fest palace. I need that. So if anyone's listening to this podcast and that's what you want, just buy me a house in the middle of nowhere and I'll marry you. you Thank go. you. So did you start developing uh, kinks at this point or was that one of those things where you started to, to discover those when you started shooting? Uh, doing the modeling how old so from an early age i realized i was meant for very different um sexual experiences than anyone else i have had um sugar daddy relationships from the time that i was like 16 yeah creepy i've had older men in my this is another reason why i don't like religion older like 40 plus year old men in my church like offer to take me shopping and that, like, because they just like to do nice things for the young girls in the church, right? Mm, but Paula, Bishop, you know, you're such a well organized woman. I could just see myself marrying someone like you. Someone, air quotes, like you. Air quotes, yeah. And then the word marrying, double air quotes. Right, double air quotes. <laughs> like, you'll, like, if your parents sign off on this, it could happen tomorrow. Uh, anyway. I could just see myself. Marrying, <laughs> like you. I just see myself with someone like you. Yeah, oh. cool. Thank you. I oh, I'm so not gonna say this person's thing. I could. No, no, that, that's, I mean, You're like don't, don't, don't. no, no. I mean, I get it. Like, if you need right. me to bleep something out, fine. If right? You know, no, but, but like, but no. So this is like a prominent member. So is that people that that, that proposed that personally or online or personally? Oh. Me sitting in their front seat next to them while they're driving me to the mall as I am 16 fucking years old. Thank you, religion. Welcome to Mormonism, everyone. <laughs> it's a perfect religion. Son of a bitch. Okay. All right. So you were you were experiencing those intense kind of relationships at that age, right? Okay. Did it ever transferred to sexual favors? You don't have to re- reply to that actually, but that man it- fucked my feet. Oh wow. Oh yeah, he got me drunk later. This is a Mormon person. Mormon person. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That man got me drunk later. After taking Don't, me shopping Mormons, and all like those things and just wanted to fuck my feet. This was to, my wait, wait, very wait, wait. first experience with like super fetish. Are they not allowed to, are they allowed to drink? Uh, no, you're not supposed to drink as a Mormon. Number two, you're not supposed to feed alcohol to minors. No, I understand that oh, part. Number yeah. three, you're, you're definitely not supposed to fuck their feet in the hot tub. <laughs> Shit. That was the wrong Broadway play. You're like, Chimney Christmas, what did I ask this girl? I'm like, truth out. I don't give a shit. 
I really don't give a shit. A lot of this is going to wind up in the book. So if you think you're getting all of it in mm. this one little podcast, that's adorable. No, no, that's crazy. It's adorable. I'm like, this is just like year one. <laughs> okay. So we so, have hot tub foot fucking. Yeah. Hot tub foot fucking at like 16. Um, From Mormon elder. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I know. Well, this has been a great podcast. Guys, we're going to go ahead and wind it. No, I'm kidding. Go. You're like, and we're done. <laughs> All right. So how did, okay. Like, Part two next week. So what transitioned me into, to get to our original like question, <clears throat> what transitioned me into like fetish work now, yeah. I guess, was I realized that I was not suited for a nine to five. Mm-hmm. I had been classically theater trained from, from junior high to high school. Mm-hmm. And, um, I have always been a fitness enthusiast, so didn't fit the mold, Mm -hmm. theater skills and fitness. And then, uh, an amazing woman named Irene Silver one day, like looked at me and was like, you don't like where you're at right now, are you? And I was like, absolutely not. It's great here, but... I really think I meant for something different. And she was like, you want to come to the dark side? And I was like, what's on the dark side? And she was like, fucking cookies and wrestling. And I was like, <laughs> I like cookies. <laughs> that so sounds like her. That was so her. And so like, okay, as a kid, jun- yeah. junior high, high school, whatever. Absolutely. We watched WWE. Like, that was a thing. There was only so many sitcoms. So you've known her since when? Um, I've known Irene for a year now. Oh, okay. But uh, just to, like, I have known wrestling for my whole life. Gotcha. Um, when my interest stopped was the end of The Undertaker, the end of The Rock, the end of John Cena. That's my anything new. You know, the Ric, like, Ric Flair kind of shit was like what I used to watch. Yeah, yeah same here. I stopped after The Rock left. Yeah, so The Rock left and I was kind of like, cool, this was great. I don't know any of you guys. I need to go be an adult now. Yeah, the most I do now is I'll see it at the gym or something. Yes. Like, oh, okay, nice move there. Good, whatever. And then right. I'll take myself out of it because I'm like, this is what I do for a living. I don't need fucking. Exactly. So it's kind of one of those people ask me, do you watch TV? And I'm like, no, because I'm working on my own shit. So do I have time to watch wrestling? I have time to watch wrestling on Twitter. Sure. And that's and that's about it. I watch gifts all day. And and I and I have no expectations to be AEW. I'm never going to be WWE. I'm 34 years old. I'm already aged out. Mm-hmm. So, however, this sector works for me, um, fantastically. But um, yeah, so like it it definitely started as like a as a childhood interest, and it was one of those things that where it got reiterated as an adult, and I was just like, like this is a thing we can do. I was like, wait. This, this is a thing? Like, I can do this thing that I thought I could never do, and I can make money, and I can do it till I'm, like, 50? Yeah. I quit. Yeah. Everybody, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else. I didn't have a 9 to 5, but I quit it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Before I even got to have it. Yeah, no, I, that's yeah. what happened to me. I When I started toying with the idea of doing it, and then I did it, and then I came to this uh, people have heard this story, so I'll make it short, but I came to the crossroad, this crossroads in my life where I was like, okay, here's how much I'm making at my day job. Here's how much I'm making selling these like six videos I shot. Yep. Uh, it was neck and neck. Same story. And then uh, because of whoever, I forgot who it was, it might have been Carrie Spectrum if it was, 
God bless you, but some girl sent me a picture of herself to my to my work email, you know, in bikini or whatever, going like, hey, I want to work for you. Mm-hmm. No, it was actually my regular email, but I checked it at work during my off time. Got you fired. Got me fired. Love and it. I, sorry, it was, but... No, it was one of those things where I was like... Cool. Yeah. That's I had it? a nervous breakdown that night because I was just like on my knees I and like felt my you. cheap ass apartment carpet like on my knees going like, what am I going to do? Do I need to fucking re-up on my resume and then something... Have something, we like... Did your life and my life yeah. like? Yeah, it's crazy, right? Something, something, <laughs> something basically said like, jump off this raft and Just find your get own, off it, yeah, and find your own island, kind of thing. Thank you, yeah, yeah off the shit raft and onto Model Island, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is not as nice as you guys mm-hmm. all think it is. So, what was the what was the first shoot you did? Okay, so f- fuck. Okay, for I mean, it's been a year. You probably it's remember. been a year. First shoot I did was Femdom Studios. Okay. With uh, Patrick. This was this is where it's a lot of girl dominating guy grappling stuff. Yep. Okay, I remember that. And I I uh, I dominated Dante, and then we came back later, and I worked with Dante again and another male model. Hmm. And then after that, I worked with Beauties and Beatdowns. I did Agatha Delicious. I did some Vore. That gotcha. was fucking fantastic. I would do yeah. that. The campier, the better, to be honest. You're going to love this fucking website. I can't wait. <laughs> um, I was looking at the script today. I'm like, right? this literally runs the gamut across from extreme fetish to extreme just pro style. Fantastic. Style. I love it. It's going to be so much fun. But um, yeah. So what was your impression of your first match like i'm assuming like when i really rolled with somebody or just like a like a choreograph but like the first taped match okay so my first taped matches didn't put this into perspective Mm. for me until i rolled with somebody in an actual mixed wrestling they were just fun they were just me doing acting jobs like i was trained to do sure I did not understand the full encompass of this industry until I mixed wrestling rolled with somebody twice my size. Mm-hmm. And what, 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 what about that did it for you? Like, I held my fucking own. Oh, okay. So suddenly it was like... It was real. Mm-hmm. That moment, it was real. What we do, all of it. And it didn't even become really real until the next day when I rolled against some, a woman... Again, twice my size, but got to have fun at it. Mm. And that was when it like clicked in my head. It was like a really weird thing. I- Irene can tell you about it. Like she saw me the one day and then she saw me the following day. And the following day was when it like fucking hit me where I was like, holy shit, I just rolled with people. And I was like, it was scary as shit. I cried mm. and I realized I didn't want to do a damn thing else ever again. Yeah, so that was your passion moment. That was it. That was it. I didn't know what my medal was made of until I did mm-hmm. it. Mine was, I think, um, the first time I did a pro match where it was just like in a ring. Uh, okay. And it was, I get hired to do it, you know, as a male wrestler. Gotcha. At this company up in Boston. And it was just, that was it. It clicked and I was like, this is what I want to do. And I want to train with these people and have them take that training to Atlanta. Love it. And then pass it on to who I work with, and that's what happened. And, like, it's the one thing that I would... Shit, I've been doing it for 20 years now, and I... God, I hope. I keep going, like... I can't wait. When am I going to suddenly find something else? Something that, like... 
And it, it's not. Makes meant to more be. sense. It's not meant to be. I mean, I love other things. I love traveling. I love hanging with Dude. people. I love, but this is, this is it. Like, I can, yeah. I can read. I can invest in properties. I can cook. I can clean. I can fucking do stocks, bonds. You fucking name it. Mm-hmm. This is the shit that gets me. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like, oh, it gets me, but this is what like, yeah, yeah. this is what I didn't know I was working towards as a fucking 16 year old theater kid, biscuit. but here he has it butters <laughs> my damn biscuit as, as the Southern girl in me says. So, so we're talking about obviously doing stuff that's a little more uh, related to grappling. Yeah. Uh, when did you start moving towards role play towards more fantasy stuff? Obviously delish, you know, Agatha delicious, right? You know, I keep saying delish, but it's delicious. Uh, I still need to work with her at some point too. Yeah. Um, Agatha's amazing. Yeah. I, I um, mean, it's like you got to get her down here and do some stuff. So, so when did I go from well, fantasy campy stuff to more actual well, no, when wrestling started doing wrestling, right? Started with wrestling and it was literally like that first or second tour. I added Agatha. Okay. So I had, I had femdom and then I had Agatha. I had beauties and beatdowns. So there was kind of a mixture in that. And that was like my first fucking tour mm-hmm. was those three Beauties things. Beatdowns. I'm so bad with the grappling stuff. Is that more? That male, is jujitsu and, okay. and fem like pro femdom. Okay. Um, lots of um, trampling and stuff like that. Trampling, grappling and uh, taekwondo. Gotcha. Yeah. They're, they're amazing okay. by the way. That's a, uh, Rhapsody? What is her name? Hmm? Not Mutiny, but yeah. Mutiny's in Canada. It's yeah, Mutiny's in Canada. Rapture. Oh. Okay. That's the name. I'm like, not Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Yeah, Rapture. Rapture. She's. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen her. Yeah. We were actually supposed to work with her a long time wow. ago, but it fell through, unfortunately. So one day I'll have to go to her and be like, That's phenomenal. Okay. Where is she based out of? Uh, Las Vegas. Oh, okay. It was hilarious. We were shooting a clip. And I hope they didn't cut it out, but like literally this was how I knew I was fucking meant for this. Mm -hmm. The first time a woman other than Irene, like literally picks my ass up Mm -hmm. and is just like, whoop, and just flips me from her right side to her left side over her head. Like I was a fucking sack of nothing. Nice. And like in the whole shot, all you hear is me going, whoop. (laughs) and i'm supposed to be like ah instead that was when i knew right there like literally first fucking tour i was just like never doing another thing ever that we that was i get to ride roller coasters yes i was like i get to do this for my job Mm -hmm. done sold I'm I'm very much the same way. That, that's, yep. that's how I looked at it. Like if if you yeah if you want that exact moment, it wasn't until I rolled against another person, mm-hmm. specifically a woman and a woman that could pick my ass up and not give two shits how heavy I was or anything, and was just like, yeah. And no. it was the most fun I'd ever had, I, and I, everybody was cracking up too. I, I for the longest time had the imposter syndrome. I think it's what it's what it's called, where you think that. Or, I guess I think that's what the term for it. But for me, I, I always was like, "Man, this is too much fun! Like, this is there's gonna be like six guys." I keep waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be like six guys in suits waiting outside my house one day, going like, "Sorry, 
You're not allowed to do this anymore. Yeah, it's too fun for you, sir. You're circumventing too many. Uh, we took your license of fun. Depressing laws. <laughs> like you were. Yeah, we can't. We can't COVID actually said that you're not allowed to have this much fun. And uh, yeah, and the first shoot Sorry, I ever Mom. did. I mean, the first shoot I ever did was me and this girl, Kari, who we just were like, let's just go for it for like 35 minutes. And let's just yeah. put each other in these holds and let's not really rehearse it. Like at the end, so-and-so is going to win, but that's it. Okay. Let's just free ball it. And it was so much fun. Like it was just so much fun. And it was like, you know, we, we came up with the idea. Well, we didn't come up with the idea of it, but we capitalized on the idea of like, what if the woman lost to a man for, you know, for a change? And she was like, hell yeah, I'll, I'll lose to you. Let's do it. Yeah. And at the time, no one was really doing uh, male dom okay. in wrestling. There was a couple of companies that did it. It was a little campy. Like There was one company out in L.A. that did it once or twice, but it was very campy. We did like straight up, like, here's the guy really working hard to defeat this other person. And it was such a blast. And it was such a, almost like a, um, what do they call it? Uh, oh, it's a P word. Oh, God. It's uh, when, you, oh. when you're breaking a law sexually. It's uh, mm. oh, when it's exciting because you're doing something naughty. What the fuck is it called? I can't think of the word. Um It'll come to me, but I know what you're talking. But it about felt too. like we're doing something wrong, but it feels right. And it was my, when Kari was like, "Yeah, just defeat me, knock me out, put me in a sleeper, go for this pin." And I was like, "We're not supposed to be doing this. Like, it's supposed to be the girl dominating the guy 95 percent of the time." Like taboo. Taboo. It wasn't even a p word. Wow. I need sleep. But uh, yes, yeah, so it's taboo. I was like, "What is this p word he's <laughs> well, thinking the, of?" The p is silent. Literally. It's taboo. Taboo. <laughs> Taboo. Taboo. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Y'all gotta roll the R yeah, you on your tongue. Yeah, roll the R on that P, guys. <laughs> but, <laughs> good luck. I hope you know German. Taboo. Taboo. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, that's what it felt. It felt like, this is so wrong. But if I can get away with it, I will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you, if you decide to, you know, do a lifetime of robbing banks, you know, as long as you keep doing it right, you're gonna get away with it. And so, after, Thank like, the 10th year... I was like, oh, well, no one's showing up. Like, holy shit, these banks are getting easy. Yeah, no one's showing up at the door. You know, no <laughs> they have really bad security around here. I thought the IRS was going to show up, and then I was like, well, I no, keep I'm... thinking the IRS is going to show up on my door, but apparently they don't care as much as they say they do. It depends on how much you make, and of course you want to pay your taxes, but you know. No, I know. I also want to make sure that you pay out. I just keep money. waiting for them to be like, that wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. They don't care as long as you send them something. So that was your first tour, right? Yeah, as long as you said, it's almost like the mob, right? Yeah, no, they're like, thank you for the payoff. Pay for, <laughs> pay for protection, they won't send it to Yeah, no, I gave them like 10%, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. So what did, uh... uh that was like my first tour. So what, what was your second tour like? Um, they, they legitimately only got better from there. My first couple tours, I only toured with another model, uh, Irene. Mm-hmm. And so they were strictly like driving tours, and then about... Six months into it, I got my first call to the big show kind of thing, like my own solo, solo my own solo, yeah, gig. And um, it was one of those moments where, like, I looked at her and I was like, I'm ready. And she was like, you're ready. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, do it. And and so I did it. And um, I didn't, obviously, I'm here talking to you. This is not from Beyond the Grave. (laughs) Um, I didn't die, so... Yeah, now I have to make sure you don't die between now and then. Yeah, no, she will be very upset. Uh, <laughs> the airing of this particular podcast. 
Yeah, you're like, ah, sorry. Damn that car crash. Ah, yeah, knock on uh, you're not yeah. gonna die. But uh, um, yeah, no, I knocked my so head this twice. Is, so this is the the second tour. No, oh, Negative okay. Ghost Rider. Okay, I, I have thought. been touring since I started training in January, and I think it was January, February, March, or April that Irene was like, "Do you want to come?" Okay. So though my first tour so this is your third or fourth? No, I've toured every fucking month oh. since my first one. Every single month since then. I've toured since April or March like January, February, March or April. Yeah. Every single month. That's Most true. of them were with Irene, but a lot of them I just hit the ground running. She she trained me so well. Good. That if I ever had a problem, uh, all I had to do was call her. Mm-hmm. She had such a blast here with uh with Lainey Luck, for example. Yeah, so oh, she... man. Lainey, all right? Literally, Irene was like my... Oh, mm-hmm. To work with, and Lainey's like the... Oh, <laughs> like, there's, there's like the... Oh, and... Oh, like, there's no difference. But there's a difference. <laughs> because like... Because <clears throat> Lainey is like... She's, she's like both Irene and I know. Lainey's the big show. Well, yeah, as yeah. far as we're concerned, yeah, like guys, there's well, no she's, bigger she's, than you can go. She's in the getting up there stage now. Yeah, there's no we, bigger than you can go for us mm-hmm. workers than Lainey. Like yeah. Lainey's it. Yeah. The rest of us, like that's as like Lainey is the only one that's gonna go as far as we can. Mm-hmm. Well, she's her thing is interesting, and and I mean and in a great way because she is somebody along with people like Jordan Grace, for example. Mm-hmm. Who, Kind of stood up to the people who were saying like you can't shoot customs. That's why Lainey is and she's our mecca. And Jordan is current champ over it. Oh, shit, is it? I think it's Spike TV. Is it? Is it AW? No, maybe not. Um, I think it's TNA. I think it's okay. TNA. I think she's like the champ there. And then like nice. you know, and Lainey's uh, working towards being champ at oh, AEW. She was reigning for a while there too. Mm-hmm. She was yeah. And, and but she called me up and she was just like, uh, when am I coming back? And I was like, you still want to? Because, you know, I just saw your ass on TV. Yeah, we're not trying to fuck with your fucking TV yeah, shit. Yeah, and she was like, they don't, they're not, they're, they don't give a fuck, you know. Uh, I think that's the difference between what's going on over at TNA. I think with TNA, it's it's a little more restrictive. Uh, that or Jordan's just got so we're, much on our plate. We're you know? all just trying to be fucking respectful yeah. of what we oh, can yeah. offer and what we can't. Because, mm-hmm. Jesus, if you make it to the big show, go. I'm raising yeah. my glass, Lainey. Like, <laughs> go. Run. But Fuck all of us. Please make your money. But it was like, also had a lot to do, and I'm happy to say this, with friendship. Where it was like, you know, yeah. you've always been so good to me and vice versa. You know, and why am I going to, to, to not come work with you? Also, you pay well. You know, like I, I'm sure I'm not, not going to talk shit about AW or, or, no. or TNA, but a lot, of, a lot of independent federations don't pay well. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're not capable of because of fucking fandom and all that stuff. I don't, I don't know. I'm. I mean, we're not just, there. We're not cutting the checks. We don't yeah, know why. Yeah. Pro wrestling is very, very weird. And <sighs> thank like, you for being there, pro wrestling. Just for mm-hmm. for you know every company. Yay! Thank you. We well, now that I know that, we I'll hope to, you I'll pay your people on, better. On getting you here with her, so you guys can do some stuff. Yeah, I've never worked with her. Mm-hmm. Um, Irene spoke so highly of her. I would I would be honored, Lainey, if you like, <laughs> if you would like to throw me around as good as you their, threw their Irene matches, around. Their matches are definitely like some of the most fun because they yeah. can see it in Irene's face. She's just like so yes, happy no. Irene Irene told me she was like I did not expect this move, and we've gone over videos where she's like, watch this. <laughs> I love it's that. It's so good. She's just, 
watch my face. <laughs> She's like, you'll see the difference between this video with me with this producer versus me working with Lainey here. Yeah. She, here's the difference between, you know, a certain level and actual professional level of types of moves and sure. how they're being executed. Yeah. So it's, it's a great honor of mine to even get to experience one level of production versus another yeah. because every chance we get to learn. And Irene was so always, grateful. she was very, um, appreciative of the way it was shot, the way it was yes. staged. Um, sorry, I've got like water in my throat. Don't uh, die. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. like, take a moment. I'll talk. Hey, the same so way. Hey, what's yeah, up well, everybody? Was, I'll yeah, talk. It's all a matter of. Uh, what you guys do on the mats or in a ring or whatever, but also yeah. how it's captured and how it's edited and stuff like that. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm just trying to say No, that that's good. That you want it to look... It's so bad when you see great moves uh, being shot terribly, you know, where it's like some guy with a tripod at the edge of the ring. It doesn't matter if it is a straight Hollywood movie mm -hmm. and we know it could have been shot better. Yeah. No, None of us want to see a brilliant move executed in a way where nobody can see mm -hmm. it. I, when I shot that match with her and Lainey, it was, I was so particular about where I was standing, where I was moving, how yeah, I was moving. Yeah, I'm was, sure. It was so great for them to be able to, like, to do this again for me. You know? mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, sure, sure. Because I totally missed your face on that shot. Oh, I'm that kid. You can shoot it like 10 times. The 11th time, I might complain. <laughs> But I'm not I'm gonna like, make you do anything ten times that you've done well once. You know? Right, it's but just, I'm just yeah. saying like that's the difference between a lot of us performers and and producers too. Sure. Like, I am grateful that every producer that I've worked with this year, I feel is the that's same as you. Like, number one, it's always fun. Number two, we need to do it again to yep. make it look better. Every single person's been on board. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no space in this. I mean, there is space in it because it happens, but there's no space for me for any sort of like frustration or, or anger or anything. Like right. That. Like you, you have to have patience. It's so God, God bless like all the amazing actors that can like shoot in front of a live audience and all of that. Um, this is acting to, to a certain degree. I mean, to a, to to, a high degree. To a high degree. And so like, we really appreciate all of you fans that like understand that some of that campiness, you just can't, you can't get it the first shot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sometimes you got to recreate it like once or twice. The customers get it. Like when I, yeah. when I, when I quote a price and I'm like, it's going to cost you this much. I'd be like, why? And I'm like, because I'm literally teaching these girls every single one of these moves. Thank you. And it's going to take us three hours to shoot what usually with pro wrestlers might take 20 minutes because I have to make sure that they do it correctly and safely and that I'm standing in the right place and that you're, mm -hmm. you know, you're selling it the right way. Um, but, but anyway, so enough about our shit, uh, yeah. SKW, but yeah. So what other companies did you work with between now and, and then that kind of blew you out of the Ooh, water? Or like, I poured a big glass. I did it. No, I we, did it. We have plenty of bottles of grape juice. Grape juice. Okay. So let's see. I have worked with Femdom Studios, yes. Beauties and Beatdowns, mm -hmm. Agatha Delicious. Yeah. That's Cal, and then up I did um, Alexandria, America's oh, Best Jobber. Oh, and W, Modest Moms? Modest Moms, yeah. I, thank you. So then I did Modest Moms, I've done Hit the Mat, and then... Yes, right? Boys, and yeah. then I did... They better speak as highly as me as I speak of them. They do. I swear to God. Um, and then I did a bunch of different producers so in um, Chicago, so I did... 
Joey's feet. I did Tony Love's feet. I did, yep, I did like. Uh, I'm so not a foot person. I know. I did. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I, like, I did a bunch of feet stuff this year. That was August. And then September, I didn't really do anything. I actually went to Wasteland and it was fan fucking tastic. Oh, I didn't know they had it this year. Yeah, they did. I really didn't go though. Right? Yes, yeah, she did. Oh, she did. Okay. She did. Um, uh, she wasn't going to go, and she wound up uh, getting tickets last minute. So I was say, like, I was, I was asking her if I, if we could go, if I, I could meet up with her. There. No, so, like, she literally. I was like, I'm going, and she's like, I'm not going, and I was like, what the fuck? And it was one of those very last minute. She was I'll, like, I fucking got tickets. I'll take it out on her this weekend. Yeah, I'll have her in a so, joke or something, unless maybe like you should. She didn't fucking know she I know, was going. I know, I know. I'm like, you can't be mean about it. It was fucking one of those I bought tickets and she was like, she Fine, told me, I'll no, go, yeah. she told me about it. Mm -hmm. And then I bought tickets and she was like, I'm not going. I, I don't have the time, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I have to go to this thing you told me about by mm -hmm. myself. So yeah, anyway, please don't be mad at her. I'm not mad at her. No, but, no, no, no. I'm literally yeah. going to fuck with her about it. I know, it's, just, it's like, great. Really fucking with her. So no, like it was a last minute thing. We all wound up going. Amazing. Uh, more next year. Next and year. yeah, next year we'll all go. And then let's see, September, October, I did Yvonne. I, I shot with Yvonne in San Antonio. Oh, he I think does I know who that is. Um, Spawn. Mixed wrestling. Mixed yeah. wrestling with, and he does against Spawn. And then that was October, and now I'm here. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah, after Chicago, I did September, I did Florida. And I would I only shot with um, shoot, I'll think of him in just a moment. <laughs> that that's how many people I've shot with this that's year. Good, where that's I'm good. just like, oh shit, I shot with him exclusively FTKL. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Still, yeah. Yes. So I'm like, ha, huh, that's everyone. I just saw him in sale. We went down to do like all the theme parks, and so we had a big like finished dinner. Nice. So it was like Indica, and like me, Hope was there, and like Tara, yeah. and Phil, and it was a really good time. Those are good people. He's been up here to do like tickling fetishes or tickling shoots here in the living room. Mm -hmm. so. um, well, that's great. It seems like you're already fucking. I mean, you're one year one year in, and you're already like. I feel like I hit a decent amount of producers for my first year. That's a good pocket to hit. Uh, it's a good group. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Well. So I, I'm not trying to, to, to put anybody aside or, or try to put a spotlight on anybody. Obviously not myself because we haven't shot yet. But uh, which what were some of your favorite moments? Like what were some of those? I that... can no, I can talk about favorite moments for sure. No, I know. I'm just, <laughs> I don't want anybody to think that they're being left out. But I know there's some moments where you're like, this is so much. Fun. I have a favorite moment with literally every fucking producer. Sure, sure. Um, like with Patrick at Femdom Studios, we did a custom video. I had never rolled with somebody twice my size. Sure fucking amazing to guy have or that, girl guy okay guy to have that experience um you don't know what your metal's made of until you have to learn what your metal's made sure. of so super grateful for that experience for my um, i think i had a I, I once wrestled a much bigger male opponent for a probe thing yeah and that was crazy it's like yeah shit this person's picking me up like i'm nothing yeah absolutely mm -hmm. you um you don't know like especially as a woman you don't know who you are until you take on a man. Mm -hmm. So I'm super grateful for that experience. Beauties and beatdowns, like I said, um, just to roll with rapture. Right. Wow. Do you know how many people are that lucky? Not a lot. Mm -hmm. 
Not a lot. Um, fucking modest moms. I met so many amazing women in that in that moment. Mm-hmm. Love it. I still need to figure out some sort of cross uh, cross promotion with them. So I was on the phone with her about a month ago. Yeah, we talked about it, and I was just like, because I know she can't get out of her state. Right. She's got kids and she's got her family and everything. So I'm mm. gonna have to grab one of our girls and just drag drag her over to fucking uh, California. And yeah, just go. Just figure it out. It'll be good. Mm. We'll be back there in January. I, I like the cut of what am I fucking in the 30s? I like the cut of her jib. Uh, no, I, I like the fact that she is she's leaned into the that particular theme. Well, it's like, we're fucking moms. Like, we're fucking, we're, we're women who have had kids. We're not fucking 20-year-olds. We look amazing. I'm raising my hand like, thank yeah. God. Like Everybody we, like, hi, I'm yeah. here. Like, you don't have to be this fucking 25-year-old waif without kids to look great in the ring. And you know. She looks phenomenal. Well, she looks the people great. she puts in the ring with her look phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Everybody's having fun. Everybody's doing a good job. And it's also, that's who we, as wrestling fans, re, I'm not saying real wrestling fans, but, but when it came to real women's wrestling fans, and I say, I don't see that, I'm not saying as in real fans, I'm saying as in real women. Back in the 80s, like back in the late 80s, mid 80s, I would stay up till three in the morning with my sister and watch LPWA, which were women who were in their fucking 30s and 40s. You know, they were fucking curvy. They were, the, 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 the videos that she posts on her YouTube are videos that I used to watch live. On TV, going like, "Oh yeah, this is yeah." Reggie, we have Reggie hips Bennett and versus we Allison have hips Royal. and tits yeah. and thighs, and if you don't like it, mm-hmm. then go look at somebody else. But the real fans, and I say real fans once again, not saying that y'all who like just the young uh, wrestlers are not real fans. We're talking hardcore, true blue, like fans of the actual female physique. Sure, as it has progressed into its maturities. And what I because never... Because there are fans of all different types of everything. Yeah. I never walked away from, from any body type for that reason. Oh, yeah. Because I wanted to represent as much as I could. So I had people like everyone from Jordan Grace, who is this now with this muscle goddess, to uh You to mean people... we're not Lululemon over here? Well, no. Yeah, exactly. And, so, and also someone like... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I said that. Who's my other? <laughs> who's my other girl that I love? Who is like the big girl? Who's just fucking powerful, Miss Rachel? Okay. Know? Or or even Kathy the Butcher, who are like you know big girls, but they're fucking, they still exude that power, and they can be jobbers, they can be heels, you know. But right. They, they don't necessarily have to be you know twenty years old and have like a, a model's waist and and or which call a model's attributes, and so. That's why I like M- um, MMW. But anyway, so so yeah, so it seems like you've been having a really good time. So Absolutely. Far. Oh my god, um, so many firsts, mm-hmm. so much fun. How did you like getting into the the knockout stuff now? Because obviously that's something that's very. Core I had to gotten. What we do. I had gotten um, requests for some knockout stuff for a long time before I actually started doing it uh, with this current path of my career Mm -hmm. didn't didn't understand how much it appealed to individuals and at first was concerned with the premise of it Mm. and then once I understood that it they weren't actually wanting me to be knocked out no of course not 
that was the thing that I had an issue with in the beginning. I thought they actually wanted me to like be harmed. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. When I understood that it was not seeking hurtful intentions. But that it wasn't real. Yeah. Yes. It, I was like, Oh, which as I will admit right now, I enjoy autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> I mean, you're not the only one. Right. So it was, that's why it was like, so it was a weird thing for me. Cause I was like, trying to, you really want me to like do this thing that I like enjoy. And, and they were like, no. no. And so it was a very hard under like, this is <sighs> that's when you first get enveloped into fetishes and kinks and all these things, as we talked about the difference between fetish and kinks at dinner. Yeah. Sorry, not earlier. Um, you don't really understand all that it will encompass yeah. when you're new to the full spectrum. Yeah, I mean, did you feel the same way with people who are wanting you to, to get eaten alive at Agatha's? Or? Oh my God, no, that was just like fun and campy for me. Like I didn't, it was acting. Ah. So it didn't like even hit the fucking fetish spectrum for me because it's not one of my personal... Fetishes. So you took it more personally when someone did When somebody out. asked me, like, can you be knocked out? Sure. I was like, you're asking me to take my fetish further than what I'm willing to sure. take it in my personal life. I'm a very literal thinker. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I've had, I've, I've talked about this. So it was one of those things where I didn't quite, like, it was like, ooh, 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 ooh. I have talked about it so much. I like when it it's comes like to windshield to, wipers. You're, you're getting it done, but you're not meeting. There's, there's yeah. so much of so many misconceptions when it comes to the sleepy stuff like I and it's something that a lot of these guys I know it was a personal thing yeah well um, a lot of the guys that are into it are ashamed of it because they are afraid yeah. that they're like am I a fucking serial killer and I'm like no 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 no, no. to me everything Charlie, no everything in this life and by this life I mean kink is an expression of submission and domination you know top and bottom yeah um, most of it anyway you know, if you're doing solo stuff, that still encompasses that. Like when you see a girl doing a solo scene and she's like, hey, master, you know, okay, well, she's the sub. Or hey, who's got that little dick in their hands? Well, she's the fucking dominant situation. She's doing J-O-I. She's doing mm. tiny, tiny penis fetish. But if you're dealing with a, a knockout scenario, then that can be one of many things. It could be like two girls who are into it, so they're both switching. Or two, a guy and a girl, a guy and a guy, whatever. Mm. Or it could be a girl... And her boyfriend, a girl and her girlfriend, and it's this ultimate submission of like, I'm unconscious, you can do whatever you want to me. Right. Um, and there's something very exciting about that, except it's like bondage, except you don't have to buy ropes, you know? And so yeah. Someone's just not moving, and they're not going to move, no matter what you do to them, until, of course, you know, the story progresses. Uh, so I guess it's like bondage for lazy people. But, um... <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I'm definitely that lazy person where I'm just like, oh, it's so much easier. Bondage for lazy people. <laughs> just pretend to be unconscious. Just hold me with your hand. <laughs> I'm not going to tie you up. But yeah, no, I got to bind you with my body. So that was one of the things I got a lot of requests for initially. It was like, oh my God, Paul's coming to, to your site. Or no, it wasn't that Paul's coming to your site. It was, can Paul come to your site? Because they had shown me screenshots from other shoots where you had done... Um, Oh, I roll my eyes in the back of my head. So, so that good. was one of them was the eye rolls. Mm -hmm, uh, look at that. Irene sent me some stuff where you guys were practicing and she was like, check out her body movements here. And I was like, oh yeah, she knows how to fall. She knows how to look limp and mm -hmm. little things like that where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm excited to work with this person because I have a feeling that I don't have to walk her through the basics. 
You won't. No. Just tell me what you need. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tell me what you need. If I don't know it, I'll ask you to show me twice. Perfect. All right. Well, I'm, take, I'm taking a quick water break because I've been shaking my pee leg for the last oh! five minutes. Uh, we'll be right back, guys. We love you very much. Uh, go jerk off. All right. And we're back. Ta-da. Uh, had to pee. If that's if that's the thing you oh, hear about. Oh, to urinate. Do you have to? Do you guys like that? Drain the lizard. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I don't know if that's the way you should phrase it, but. Um, but <laughs> I yeah. am from Phoenix. So. Yeah, yeah. So okay, well, let's move on to to a couple of the final questions I have, just as a starter, because uh, we definitely want you to come back for this podcast. Ooh, but um, yes, absolutely. But yeah, so tell me about. Uh, we've obviously obviously looked at the bright side of of the business. What are some of those things so far? That you're not a big fan of? Things that I'm not a big fan of. Pet peeves, you know. Nobody likes the tour snafus. Mm, such as? Don't tell me you're hiring me for X amount of dollars and then tell me that you have to save some of that money for a bigger star coming in after wow. me. After I fucking showed up. Wow. Yeah. Note to self, don't tell Paul that tomorrow. Do so. not fucking tell me that shit and then and then ask me to pay you for the flights either. Wow. Wow. That's that's a whole same producer. That's a whole new same level. Same producer, same trip. That's a whole new level. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's uh okay. Cheers, you know who you are. Any anybody else or anything else? <laughs> anything else? Uh interactions and I'm not trying to put the fans on blast cuz I love you guys. But there's some fan interaction mm. stuff that I always talk about. If you want to chit-chat with me, I have an OnlyFans for that. Don't hit my DMs. I, I will give you my link to my OnlyFans, and then if you think that that was your invite to keep talking to me, I appreciate you. Because you get to subscribe. I appreciate you so much. I do not have the energy or time to answer everybody's, hey, how are you? Sure. I don't. I I uh, I really put myself out there during 2020 for the pandemic. I was very accessible to a lot of people, and I appreciate being able to be there. I have a penis, and I still get at least a dozen people a day going. What's going on? How's it going? What are you doing? Yep. And so I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you. Thank you for your interest in myself and my career. Sure. If you really want to chit chat with me. Please hit my OnlyFans. The link is in my bio. I always say, think about it this way. This person's a celebrity to you, much like, you know, you're, you have your Angelina Jolie, you have your fucking Scarlett yep. Johansson's, you know, you're not going to fucking email those people and get a response. So the fact that you're even getting a reply under any particular social media is, is a gift. I, I took my time out of my day mm-hmm. to at least tell you where you can reach me. Yep. Not my assistant, because guess what? I don't fucking have one. Well, most, most... Celebrities, that's what they run on. Yeah, I don't have one. So the person that tells you, hey, thank you so much for messaging me. <laughs> I've been doing please, this for, please message my OnlyFans. I've been doing fans. this for 20 years. The only assistant I have that answers my emails is like one person. It's only to address um, technical difficulties. Yep, yep, that's it. Yeah, otherwise it's I me. am the CEO. <laughs> I am HR. Like... I'm the CFO. Like when they're like, "Can I speak to somebody higher than you?" I'll put the phone down. I just love because you were like, "Otherwise, <laughs> and then I'll pick it right back." Your voice back croaked up. at that point. Like that's how how passionate you are about it. You're like, like, "Look, guys, listen. 
I'm serious about this. <laughs> really super cereal. <laughs> super cereal. Super cereal. <laughs> Man, okay. board pig is a real thing. I get it. I get it. There's, uh, you know, and I'm part of that gender. You know, I'm, I'm a member of that, of that crew. I, I know. I sense the urges. You know, I sense the the the. Uh, the what's it called? The, the the collective unconscious from from other males, where it's like, bug this girl for no reason at all. Send her a picture of your penis, please. And then you, send you, me you, a you picture have to of let, your syphilis dick. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have to let. <laughs> And you have to let the better parts of your brain go. I'm like, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> right? Like, you got better things to do with your day than sneak she off. She really it. wants to see that. No, no, man. Dick. It's what important you to her. her. Go into that Chipotle bathroom with your fucking phone. Please take a picture of your dick with the toilet bowl. Use the selfie camera. Which let is me see the toilet bowl and maybe that turd you left in it. Because that's what's really gonna really change my 10, mind. Change times, my mind. Nine times out of ten, that turd's gonna be bigger than the dick. So you know, get everything you can in there. Can we just for the whole health of humanity? <laughs> let's just address this right here. Which one? Which part? Right now. I feel like we're wandering into. If you are going to send an unsolicited dick pic. Mm-hmm. Please, for the love of your holy mother. Use lighting? Do not include a toilet bowl and a turd. Has that happened to you? I mean, I don't quite know. Ask me how many times it hasn't happened, and that's a shorter list. And you're like, I don't know which one of these is more bent. <laughs> the turd or your penis? Yeah. That's and in the which right way? Well, I feel the same way. Not the same way, because this is more intense, obviously, the turd thing. But Do like, it. When I see a woman doing a beautiful selfie and her bedroom's a fucking mess. Like, I'm so OCD that I'm just like, oh my God, pick up your fucking laundry. Just put it on portrait mode. It's all fucking blurred behind you. Yeah. No one will know if it's a mess or fucking decorated. Yeah. Like, I'm just like... My, Literally a click to the right. One click to the right and nobody knows. My emotional... And you look better. Yeah. You look better. It's all blurred behind you. It looks professional. So many people, they're like, wow, you take such great photos. I'm like, it's portrait mode on the iPhone. Mm -hmm. I'm emo my emotional erection has lost some girth because of your fucking laundry. Because of your fucking unmade bed. First of all, wake up, take your meds, and make your bed. You're mm -hmm. welcome. Do that. Everybody thinks you're phenomenal. Yeah, point your body towards the sunlight. You're good. Face the light. People standing in front of fucking... Irene, do you know how many times she'd be like, that picture was cute. Do you know where the lighting is? Mm -hmm. Until I finally learned to turn around. Oh, that's why, <laughs> she, that's why she loves my shower. You're gonna, you guys will probably on our OnlyFans see a lot of my shower. It's uh, mm -hmm. The entire back plate of it is I've just, seen it a thousand times. It's just glass. It's so beautiful. So you get that beautiful side light coming in. Beautiful. And she's like, can I use your shower to just do like a shit ton of these? I'm like, go for it. Take yeah, no, I haven't even seen your shower. I've only seen the guest shower. I'm probably going to kick you out of your well, shower. Well, no, it's the guest shower. That's yeah. As soon as she yeah. comes, um, that's gonna be great. People will start recognizing my shower. Yeah, no, they'll be like, "Holy shit!" There's like eight models that use it now. <laughs> what? All right, so we got pet peeves. All right, on. pet peeves. All right. Oh no, pet peeves. If you're really gonna send me a message where you really want to get to know me or like find out my OnlyFans link, please, for the love of fucking God, who I don't believe in, do not send me a hey. <laughs> yeah hay is for fucking horses you illiterate bastard hey yeah i just said that shit i fucking said it i'll say it have you gotten the one where it's like 16 of them 
like, hey, 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 yeah. and I just want to know if, like, they know the chicken, hey, hey, from fucking Moana. <laughs> My favorite one hey, is hey. The, the, hey, uh, hey, 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 God, I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> I haven't seen Moana. We're watching Moana. I think I watched the first 10 minutes. We are, so, you like The Rock? We're watching Moana. No, we're I, watching Moana! I fell asleep, so I, I think I'm going to watch it again. So we'll watch we're going to watch it, and you'll say, you're welcome. But, uh, but no, like, okay, if you, here, here's a little tip for y'all. If you have, like, a actual question for me, do not start with, hey, start with a very pointed fucking question, like, Hey, Paula Diamonds, my name is so-and-so, and I am a fan of this, sure. and I know that I am in your DMs, but if you could please answer this question, it would be greatly appreciated. If I need to join you on your OnlyFans, please would you give me the link? I will answer this message. Sure. If you ask me, Hey. Hey. <laughs> show me your feet. Hey. Show me your wallet. Will be the response. Yeah. So yeah, guys, you heard that right. And um, I mean, it goes across for everybody. Um, every model I tell never, you. Every, I've never answered a hey, you know. I it's, will not answer to hey. And much enough, if I'm going to throw. My them, mom will say hey. If I'm going to throw those two cents in there. Do it. Don't, don't call me on Facebook Messenger. Like, if I don't know you, don't make a phone call expecting that I'm going to pick up and go like, hey. Wish y'all could see the look on my fucking <laughs> face right now. It'll say, like, you missed the call from such and such from fucking Saudi Arabia. I don't like, know such and such from Saudi Arabia. I'm glad I missed that call. And, like, did you, I mean, my, and I understand there's people, there's people out there who are very lonely. I get it. Um, but that still shouldn't uh, push you to doing the equivalent of, like, looking inside of somebody's window at night and knocking on the fucking glass. Like, please talk to me. Like, you go to jail at that point. Yes. And if you're doing that shit through Facebook where it's like, you missed a call from uh, from Ramsey's and it's been 16 phone calls. And I'm like, well, Ramsey's can go fuck himself. Ramsey's sounds like a stalker that doesn't have a passport. Oh, no, that's the block button for Ramsey's. Yeah, yeah no, you call me once and you get the block button. And that's you're my... You're generous. My per, yeah. 16 times. Well, no, I've learned to do it after no, one. No, I'll send, a, I'll send a warning. I'll be like, hey, don't call me again. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, Here's I don't... I have friends who call me through here and I still don't answer them. Secondary. If I'm nice enough to talk to you... Mm -hmm. God, I hate saying this. <laughs> if I have been kind enough to with have why? the joy of interacting with sure, you... that's a much better way of saying that. ...in a short-term interaction sure. interlude, please be respectful of my time. Oh, because you've opened that door. They yes. suddenly like, well, now I can demand now your attention. Now I whenever. can fucking <coughs> talk to you all day long. I met you in person. I fucking enjoy you. Wow, that's great. I think Please Irene, don't. We went that. We went to. <coughs> I went to Mexico. I went to Cancun, and I told people, I'm like, guys, I'm gonna be on vacation. Yep. And every day. Every fucking day, Every people who I know day. saw my posts were like, "Hey man, can you check this one clip that I want to download?" Because blah blah. I'm like, "Dude, I have a tech that I hired for that. Please wait for that person to reply. He's probably sleeping right now because you live in England. You know, fucking just weird me, hours. I understand that you want to jerk off right now, right now, but I'm Get in the middle it. of a fucking beach. Fuck, fuck uh, your face. Yeah. I'm on vacation. <laughs> and so yeah, but I'm not trying. Like I said, this is a very small percentage of you guys. Most of you guys have been. Y'all are super fucking amazing, mm -hmm. but there's a handful. Yeah. That did not get the memo on Cooth mm -hmm. or like, <clears throat> you know, manners, any, anything like that. Like, you know, 
plorable, not deplorable, plorable <laughs> behaviors. Is there, is there plorable and couth? Does that happen? Is that Absolutely. There is plorable behaviors because there's deplorable. That's like people who are like gruntled. Or just, Instead of disgruntled. Or just whelmed. <laughs> I'm, there's such a thing as whelmed. Yeah, I feel nothing right now. I'm These are things. You yeah. are whelmed. If I'm at you a are, perfect level. Yes. I'm whelmed. Because if there is such a thing as overwhelmed, then <laughs> like whiskey. <laughs> cool whip. Oh my god! All right, well, let's move on to the final. Uh, do it, do to, it to the to the final. Uh, if we've actually answered a single question to the final chapter, you did this. I'm trying to think. So we know we've covered pretty much everything. Uh, I really wanted to hear about your pet peeves, which you've gotten to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we can talk more once we shoot. You know, I think once love we, it. Once you go through your oh, next we'll do it. We'll do a postcast. This is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can do that. We can a totally pre-cast do pre-cast and a postcast. We could do that with Irene. We could just do yes. a, a secondary recording. Fuck yeah! Once we shoot some stuff with you guys, love so it. So we can hear about how you feel about it. But no, um, the meantime, honestly, it's really fun to watch somebody whose career is so young already have seen and done so much shit you know like most people who i've talked to have at least done three or four years and then they'll 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 share their stories but you have enough to you know you have a lot of shit to talk about. oh dope yeah no Uh, career wise last thing we want to talk about uh do it fuck i'm so glad i didn't forget um the most important topic so let's talk about your own personal uh kinks and fetishes uh, if you're okay to discuss them, and I'm I'm an open book as well, so I, I right. I'm no, I'm finishing this cup of wine so I can put Joggernaut in here. Sure, um, much taller than any other glass because <laughs> uh, Joggernaut is legit one of my favorites. So my PO box is totally listed <laughs> on my Twitter, and if you want to send me Joggernaut, I might send you pictures of my pussy. Yes, she's like I'll cancel six tours because I'm gonna get fucked up. Negative. No, I will but, fucking uh, kill those tours. Just fucked up. So what did you? Just uh, kidding. No, just no, of kidding. course not. I'm sober. So let's um, talk about your own personal. Let's do it. Kinks, because you know that's one thing that I think ties a lot of these fans into uh, your work is the fact that they know that you have yes. Kinks. And a lot of for the longest time, uh, when I was in high school and college, talking to the women that I knew at the time, they were terrified to admit to having right. Kinks All right. A lot of them were shamed into thinking that. Women don't have those things. Right. Like, I, uh, I've i basically been, like, uh, facing a lot of this recently, to be honest. Uh, personal, like, kinks, fetishes. Mm-hmm. One of my personal kinks, I'm super into voyeurism. So I like to watch. And I'm definitely into ex- exhibitionism. I love to be watched. Sure. Starters. It's a perfect fucking gig for you. Right there. Love it. Um, like I mentioned, autoerotic asphyxiation. I enjoy it. Sure. Choke me out. If I love you, choke me to the point where I see stars. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> Dope. Like, that's my shit. People are like, are you dead? And I'm like, nope. And I loved it. Um, so I don't know where that comes from. I don't care. I mean, it's it's so common now. It's almost it's, like... I'm like, it's super common. It's probably... It has to everything women, to do yeah. with the fact that I probably have a super addictive personality and I'm into that like high that comes from the deprivation sure, of sure. air. So whatever. There's a lot of there's a I'm lot like of I'll talk to my therapist are. about it. <laughs> Your therapist is like you're into that too? No, like I legit told her I came from a Mormon background and she was like, bitch, that explains like everything. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like you made you made this an easy job for me. Like legit, she was like, "Why didn't you lead with that? <laughs> we could have fucking killed this in one fucking visit." I was like, <laughs> "Oh." So yeah, please don't ever be Mormon. Um, mm-hmm. in my opinion, in my opinion, not a fucking whatever. Um, let's see other kinks fetishes. Um, if I Number one, if I'm into you, I'm a slut for you. So you're into whatever the person is. I am so into trying whatever turns you on. Yeah, we talked about Unless it's like a hard fucking no. We're going to get to that in a second. Exactly. So you're Um, into people pleasing. I'm I'm a people please. No. Okay, yes, yes, absolutely. 1,000%. I'm into people pleasing, but I am so into experiencing new kinks if you want me to experience sure. it with you. That has nothing to do with pleasing you. And that's interesting that because... has everything to do with being safe with your partner. It's also interesting because it's an extension to a degree, not not 100% extension uh, of you working with new producers. Yeah, because absolutely. Because you get to show up to someone's house, in this case mine, and you get to go, well, let's see what kind of shit I'm yep. going to be exposed to tomorrow. I may like it, I may yeah. not. And there's stuff that we're shooting tomorrow that is 90% my kink and there's some stuff that's totally not yeah you know it's stuff where i i try to do it as well as i can and for the most part i have where i, I try to get into the psychology of it where someone's like oh, well i like belly stuff cool all right well i'll make sure to get it closer from this angle or i'll do this particular shot but why and so how can i make it better yeah yeah and absolutely that's that's, and I, that's my goal i've never like kink shaming is to me like the, the worst thing you could possibly i will fucking punch somebody in the throat mm-hmm. and i used to do it i used to be the person who'd be like well i'm not into age play or I'm not into poop play. I'll not, tell you. Not, not that I'm not into it, but I don't. Right. I, I, I'll tell I you hate, no thank you yeah, and I'll, exactly. yep. That I don't like you because you're into it. And a lot of people still, some of my closest friends had problems with um, little play. With, with people doing age play. I understand. I can, dude, I totally get it with the whole pedophilia, pedophilia and whatnot. And but here's my, here's my thing before you I, yours. I, no, I'm just saying I understand why they don't understand it is if you're not doing it if you're doing it with another consenting adult and you're just pretending to be x y and z then do it to your heart's content guess what everybody's 18 yeah and that way it might not be your thing Mm -hmm. but if everybody's 18 or up mm -hmm. fuck off yeah do what you want Fuck off. Let them be in the goddamn onesie and fucking pigtails. Let them be in the fucking diaper. And I don't have to be there. <laughs> and I don't have to participate because yeah. it's not my thing. And guess what? Everybody who's involved is over 18. I've had, I've, I've met so many girls that, that have done that particular kink and they seem almost ashamed <coughs> of it. And I'm just like, look, man, if you're an adult, they're an adult. This is a much better outlet for you than the alternative. Please don't hurt anybody. Yeah, don't hurt anybody and don't touch somebody who's under 18. Please, everyone out there, if you have a fetish, if you have a kink, number one, the way that you feel is okay. Number two, please know that it is amazing to experience this fetish or kink as long as you are experiencing it with someone who is A, 18 or older, and B, a consenting adult. I feel like we need like a spreadsheet for this. this no, those are, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. That is literally the only two fucking things that you ever need to check in your fetish or kingdom 
are they 18 or older and are they a consenting mm. adult? Please know that however you feel about whatever you feel, it is healthy, it is safe. Has, any, has anybody ever told you you, you go full uh, um, Harley Quinn when you drink? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I'm it. totally hearing it just a little bit. Oh, yeah, no, it's a thing. It's a thing. That's no, so I'm, a, great. I'm a total Harley Quinn. That's so great. I can tell you're like, as long as you do it this way. Yep. Mr. J. Mr. J. Don't you hurt anybody, Mr. J. You can hurt them if they like it. Oh, that's so good. Okay, next visit. Oh, we're so hardly quitting it. <laughs> okay, so... So, yeah, no. We love you. Enjoy your kinks, your fetishes, please, because we all know that you choose to enjoy them as consenting adults. So Is there anything only... else, like, uh, <sighs> anything related to, to attire? Like, you know, I really like the feel of latex or spandex or... Ooh, okay. Super love leather. Oh, leather, okay. I love leather, and I really, really love latex and PVC. Okay. Those are so all really you, interrelated, yeah. Yeah, so if you want to, like, send me some fucking artifice shit, mm. looking so hard at the camera right now, like, if you could see my office eye rolls right <laughs> now. Is that, a, is that a brand? Artifice is a brand. Okay. It's a website. Um, they do all PVC. It's fucking fantastic. Nice. All custom made to order. Where did that come from? Was that, like, a... Like a Batman thing? Um, so... <laughs> I only ask because so many girls that I know are PVC. I've watched Catwoman. Catwoman. Yeah. yeah. Legit. I didn't know about Artifice until Irene told me about them. But where it came from was legit Catwoman and her leather jacket that she made into her cat suit. Mm. We are talking Michelle Pfeiffer, Michael Keaton... Mm -hmm. 90s Batman. Who you could hear sneak up behind you. And literally, fuck all of you and your other cat women. Halle Berry, <laughs> I fucking love you. CGI is not the way to go. Mm. Michelle Pfeiffer will forever be my favorite cat woman when she licks the fucking taser. Wow. I like it when she licks Batman. That was pretty Yeah, she licks... Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. I was like... I was like... God, Michael Keaton's, my, Michael Keaton's my favorite Batman ever. Oh my God. Things have gone off the rails here. George the... Clooney. <laughs> fucking all of you. Favorite? Is that your second favorite? Yes. Oh no, wait. Wait, George Clooney. No. Okay, so Michael Keaton's my favorite. Okay. Um, I will legit take George Clooney and fucking... So bad. But you just so like the way bad. He in that but scene. I just really no. He had the like, jaw for it though. He had the jaw for so it. So like legit, it was just the dynamic between him and Robin. So and it was who was it? I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting. Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. I hated that so much. It was just the campy dynamic. Sure, okay. Had nothing to do with the skill or anything like that. It was the old school. Kablam! Batman. All right? Even Arnold Schwarzenegger got in on that shit. I understand. It just no has one... nothing to do with any of the cinema. None of it. No one, no one was warned. None of it was good. My problem, None of it. My problem is this. Is that Tell me. Tim Burton had done such an amazing job with those first two films. I love it. And like, then that one Batman, came out. Batman and Returns we were just is, like. Batman Returns is still on my list of Christmas movies. That's one of my gosh. Christmas movies. Thank you. And my parents come over like, why is this on? I'm like, it's a Christmas movie. It is. And so, uh, and then they see the snow and they're like, all right, let's just say they're yes. They're like, all right, there's snow. Let's just say yes to him yeah. so he doesn't get upset because he's a weirdo. So, uh, so, so it was, you're, you're sitting there going like, all right, we started with the first Batman. 
which was this gothic kind of masterpiece. And then it moved on to the second one, which was this extremely batshit film. Not, no pun intended. But it was crazy. That movie is fucking crazy. PG-13, and it has some of those fucking violent and dark shit. Yes! Straight up kills people. He puts dynamite in a guy's dick, throws him into a hole. The guy explodes. You know, uh, Catwoman commits suicide by licking a taser and, like, kills Christopher Walken. Thank Uh, you! So hot! And you're thinking, oh, we started here. Now we're going here. How badass is the third one going to be? And then it turns into like, boing, zip, doing, And yeah. so as a fan of the first two, you can understand how I felt about the next two. Right. It's not, a, not that I'm saying that, 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 you know, bang, zip. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was bad. It wasn't as good. I liked, I liked, I will say this. I enjoyed Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Thank I think, you. I thought that that was a really good choice. And I actually, as much as he overacted, Tommy Lee Jones was, was okay. He really they both overacted. He fucking oh no, but I mean like, but it was Jim Carrey though. Like, how the fuck do you stand next to that man and even show up and do your job? And the thing about Two Face is Two Face is supposed to be uh, half and half. One is supposed to be completely serious. They were two. Nope, they were two. They were the same. They were two overdone. Yeah, like yep. there was no like, hey, I'm thinking. Drew Barrymore paid like uh, had to play the counterpart, yeah. right? His fucking. Yeah. Women had to play. Maybe his... I'm wrong, comic book wise, but two, two, it was the reason two face works is because bad. there's one person. Aaron Eckhart did a way better because there's rational and there's irrational. Tommy Lee Jones just did irrational the entire time. Wow, we've flown off the rails. So if you're still listening, oh my god, we're so sorry. <laughs> no, continue to hear us, both of you. Batman, uh... <laughs> all one of you. Sorry, mom. <laughs> I know, your mom's like, I'm really holding She's on. She's like, I tried. I'm holding on for dear life. No, they're like, comic books! Mm-hmm. This is great. No, I mean, you're, you've run into a, a movie in Comic Book Geek, so get ready for... for Wait, did I time. not come across as a geek? No, I mean... I legit made Star Wars references. Yeah, but they were very light. You in a galaxy in, far, that, that's far a, away? That's a light one. Right. That one's said, super light. If you had said, like, well, that girl's got red hair like uh, Luke Skywalker's wife, Mary Jane. And I'd be like, what the fuck? Okay, she read the books. Okay, first of all, <laughs> who the fuck has time for that? Second of, of all, I owned a lot of them and never got a chance to read them because my kid told me he wasn't into it. Oh, wow. The only reason I got them is because my dad was into reading them when I was a kid. Oh, he was. Okay. And he never read them with me. Oh. Don't, uh, he's fine with his new wife and his No, new I'm life. saying, if I was but, a dad so that was and the I was whole reading a Star reason Wars thing, He said he was into them. My kid is into, the, like, the Mandalorian and all that. So good. So, number one, when I'm not having a good day, I will tell you I'm having a Star Wars marathon. Yep. But the good it's Star Wars. the it's the whole heroes complex like it is the first three the original three. Mm-hmm. Do you like the Mandalorian? I do. Okay, you can I stay do. here. But uh, yeah, thank you. Um, so the bed like, is still open. But today. that's what I'm saying is like Star Wars is a thing for me. Yeah. So like I would have greatly liked to have read the books with my kids. It's, it's a classic. However, yeah. he's eleven, so he's more into the visual. Uh, and oh, he'll so, hit 16, 17, and you'll, you'll be able to And then we books. can probably yeah. delve into the books. I, part of me At wants, that point, I will buy them. I'm very selfish because part of me wants to have children, not even because I want to have children. It's because I want to be able to share those things with somebody who's never seen them. 
I was told I couldn't have kids. Mm -hmm. And he is a straight miracle. And I will tell you, getting to have those moments. It's amazing. I wouldn't fucking trade it for the anything in this world. All right, I'm having kids. It's official, ladies and gentlemen. No, I am. I am telling you, if you can. I already have two kids. If you and they're can laying by you right now, if you so. can, right? They're adorable. They have four legs. If you can, <laughs> if you can mentor a person. I worked at a nuclear power plant. For mentor an adult child. Mentor one of your friends. Find a person that needs a parent in their life. And I feel like I've done that many times. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to fucking sire a a, a scion, a, a progeny. You don't have to actually birth them, mm -hmm. in a sense, to have somebody who can take away from your knowledge. So please, if you've ever not wanted to have a baby... But want to carry on your knowledge? No, no, I, I, I know that saying. that's that. I'm trying to to the world. Yeah, like, yeah. please know that that's comfortable and acceptable. Yeah. Um, there's eight billion people on this planet. A lot of them might need a mommy or a daddy. There's a lot, or well, a not, mentor. I'm not, I'm not saying <laughs> or that. a mentor. So that's not where I'm at. But I definitely <laughs> we have a lot of uh, young younger women that come through and they'll stay for a couple of days. And oh, show me a movie that you really love. And so I'll, I remember the other day my friend Leah, oh no, Leah's not, Leah's about my age, but she was just like, she had never seen, was it Leah or was it Tilly? I think it was Tilly McGreece. Okay. And she had never seen Cabin in the Woods. And I fucking love that movie. It's a great movie. I fucking love that movie. So I'm like, let's watch it. Ryder Strong is in that movie, it isn't was, he? Uh, who was that guy? Okay, he was from um, Boy Meets World. And he wasn't the Savage Brother. Who did he play? He was the other one. Who did he play in the movie? Uh, the guy who fingers the girl and then realizes oh, you're he's thinking fingered. of Cap you're thinking of uh, sorry wrong yep you're yep, right you're, you're right you're right Fever. thank you sorry sorry Cabin in the Woods bring me back bring Cabin me back Cabin. Cabin in the Woods is the one with with Thor with what's his name okay what's his name Liam Hemsworth, Liam Hemsworth or the, Chris Hemsworth uh, Chris Hemsworth as the high school jock and there's Got like his, his girlfriend and then like they all go up to this cabin and, and weird shit happens I'm like, how is that different than the other one I just told you? <gasps> if you haven't seen that, we're watching that. We're doing it. Oh my god. Okay, so I get to do it again. What? So people like you come around. Okay. Or younger than me, whether it's by a year or by ten years. Ten. And or twenty. You know, I've had people who are like, Hi, I'm nineteen. I haven't seen shit. You and know? you're like, Oh, what have you been doing with your life? Indiana who? You know. Oh shit. <laughs> If anyone ever says that to me... Oh, no, it's been said. And and I love this girl so much. I will fucking Spartan kick them out I, of this but residence. I love this girl, and she told me that. No! Like, we need to fucking... No! Because it reminds no! you... No! It reminds you of your own, you know, mortality at that point. You're like... No, it doesn't remind me of my own mortality. It reminds me of their own retardation. <laughs> yes, I said that. Retardation, meaning they have hindered their own lives. Take that as you should, and not in a fucking derogatory term. <laughs> not everyone has had that kind of free time when they were young. I get it. Uh, some people have had pretty hard. It ain't free time. It's educational time. Well, no, because I mean, I, there, there's people who have had harsh, harsh upper, upper. I know. Or, I'm sorry, what they call so, it? Like, I'm being so mean. I'm being so mean. I'm it's like, okay. you were. I'm like, I was Mormon and I had that upbringing. No, but where... I went through the same seven stages of denial that, that you went That's through. True. Like, That's how true. dare you? How fucking dare you? Have not seen Star Wars. 
Or however you've not seen the animated. I know, and then my dad probably didn't want me to read or see Harry Potter, and yet I've seen but all I of them. I have people. And read them all. So, yeah, I'm being mean. No, I'm but being I have people mean. who are in my lives. You're right. Like, you're, you're right. I'm being people mean. People in my lives who are like in their 50s, who I'll be like, I never saw Jaws. And they'll be like, what the fuck, dude? And like, and they'll have that same knee jerk reaction. So, recently I forced myself to, to sit through Jaws. Cause I, right. Because to me, the idea of a shark killing people was not that scary. So, you know, I was just like, okay. And I watched it and I was like, okay, I'm enjoying this for, I'm enjoying this for every reason except this shark. Like the acting, the writing, the the, the, the line delivery. I was like, this is fucking glorious. And then right. the, shark, the shark shows up I think and I'm we're just gonna like, need a bigger boat. Yes, the shark showed up and I was just like, okay, cool. All right, really big fake shark. But then the acting and everything. It was, was scary though. When you were in the, you know, when you were a kid in the late 70s, yeah, it was scary as shit. No one had done that. But now everyone's done the shark in the movie. Oh, yeah, I did the ride and it popped up. And you're mm -hmm. like, oh, that's the same. You realize that's the same shark they used. The same effect, yeah. In the movies. Mm -hmm. Like, literally the same formula. Maybe not the same shark as that day because it's sitting in Spielberg's house. But, like, or James Cameron or whatever. That's Spielberg. I just, it's Spielberg. So weird yeah. to have that no, there. No, no. It's in his fucking uh, theater probably, room. Probably, probably. Dude, bet. Probably. I know, I agree. I'm like, bet. He named, it after, he named it after his lawyer. The, the shark's name was Bruce. I saw the uh, documentary on it. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so since we've completely got off the rails, uh, what what's the last... I'm like, what rails were we even on? We were on the fetish rail. It was just fine. on the... Okay, so what are my fetish... Okay, number one fetish for me... <laughs> Sorry. All right. We're here. We're here. Stop feeding me wine. I'm putting my feet in your lap. I it's didn't your fault. mean to. You it's said your you fault. Look, I have, I have feet in his lap. He's given me my greatest fucking favorite wine ever. P.S. Of course, um, I get the thing that I'm not into at all is feet. So yeah, I'm like, they're, they're in your they're in your So lap. if you guys, okay, like, so they look like feet. Um, they have toes. They're long. They're slender. They have pink. Yeah. They have pink, uh, polish. It's That's like nice. bubblegum pink. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And they're very, they're very beautiful. They're, they're very, very clean. Yeah. And very she doesn't clean. have any hair on them. No. Nope. So no, nope. uh, no hobbit toes, no hobbit See, feet. See, and that's how I would describe a foot fetish video on my clip started like, no hair on this motherfucker. Right? And they're like, ah. None of the toes are fused together like a web. No webbing. <laughs> no, so, but did um, I miss anything in terms of your case? Okay. Oh, yeah, you totally okay. did. I didn't even cover one. So my favorite fetish. Well, you're into girls. I'm into so girls, there, I'm so, into guys. So is there anything that specifically comes from the girl side that you're into? Or anything at all that you like to do more with girls that you like to do Beautiful more with Beautiful women. Well, obviously, I don't think you'd be like, well, girls that are fucking terrible looking, but yeah. No, every woman is beautiful. There you go. Beautiful women. Dude, mm -hmm. I just, I have a thing for that. I for guess women. I just get super shy. Just in general? Yep. Okay. Intelligence is my number one kink. Men or women, it doesn't matter. If you can fuck my brain before you, <laughs> I will let you fuck my body. It's I think that should be across the board, though. I think that should be um, everyone gets turned, but kink. that's not necessary. Not. It's not, and I get that. It's it's my reaction when I have a, a beautiful model friend who brings her new boyfriend over. Oh, God. And you're like, oh, this guy's a wax statue with a pulse. Like, yeah, you're like, wow. And I get it. There's some people when you're young... Like, you're like, well, this person's very pretty, and I want to fuck some uh, pretty person. Awesome. I'll fuck the pretty person and send them but back to the world. But you're not going to marry them, right? I don't keep them around. Yeah. I'm like, that was great. And that sounds presumptuous. I'm sorry. 
Maybe you do want to marry the pretty person and maybe make them a, a more intelligent person. Yeah, if they want to love you, that's great. But to me, like, you kind of already have that... Pre- you, you have to have that preset. Mm-hmm. You can't... Uh, you can't come into my life dumb and expect me to build you. I can't do that. I, I can't do it. And I know that sounds like I maybe. Uh, I am not a teacher. Yeah. I'm there not. are certain people that sign up for that shit. I know that there's a lot of people with that kink, like older women, they're going to teach me how to do whatever. Oh my God, you're so gorgeous. Teach me. And I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Sure. Super not into it. Okay, so a uh, sub-king for you is intelligence. Uh, yeah, abs- 1,000%. What about for me? It's, to Tell me, me. Well, sense of humor. Thank you. Thank you, absolutely. If you can make me laugh, I don't give a fuck what you look like. You could be like, okay, first of all, <laughs> I'd have fucked Chris Farley in a heartbeat. Interesting. I'd have, I would have married that man. Wow. Married him. He was. Amazing. I feel like I got a shot at a lot of people now. <laughs> no, seriously, he was so oh, I genuine, was, I was loving, caring, and then you added in his fucking humor. Well, women love. I mean, and here's the thing: I'm not trying to say that this goes across the board, but women love the big, cuddly. Table. I would have felt secure with a man like that. Yeah. Number one, I love a big man. Always and have, he had always so have. So many women at his side at all times. Yep, all times that. because he was so loving, so caring, very handsome, mm. just bigger. And guess what? You got to be the most beautiful person in your relationship, and he still felt made you feel like a queen. Mm. Are you fucking kidding me? And he made you laugh. And he, and then he made you laugh. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's it's been one of my biggest turn ons, and that's definitely if I had to have a fetish. I would say that's probably my fetish. Make me I, laugh. I want to be with somebody who makes me laugh because I, at the end, when you're not having an orgasm, when you're not fucking, what else are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. You know, there was an Eddie Murphy joke where, um, well, no, he made a bad joke, but he said something like, "I need a funny woman. I need a funny and beautiful woman. I don't want to have sex with you and be covering my eyes, going like, tell me some more jokes, please." But, uh, <laughs> but for me, it's it's like if ninety nine percent of the time that we are heading into our 30s and 40s, we're going to be just hanging around the kitchen or hanging around the living room or sitting by the fire or sitting in the hot tub. We're not going out. We're not being crazy and hot anymore where people are looking at us. During that time, I want you to make me laugh as much as I want to make you laugh. I want to say things that make you spit out your drink. Yes. I want you to say things that make me fucking spit out my drink. And and that's... I want to know that we're connected. That's the serotonin that I want. Like, I want that kind of burst of happiness in my head uh, that doesn't come from an orgasm. Because orgasms are fleeting, right? They're just quick. They're great, but they're quick. They happen. And once you're done, you're done. And then what happens between the other time that the next one comes? Discourse is 90% of your life versus 10% of your orgasmic And when you're in your say you're like in your 50s and 60s, you're not going to want to fuck every night, you know? Beauty fades. Yeah. I but told love. I told somebody today, like at the airport, who was young and pretty, and I was like, listen, I know that you probably hear this a lot from like older people, but I'm like, let me tell you right now, I'm 34. Sure. You're literally like so close to that age where all of a sudden it switches and you're in the middle and you're watching people look at you. Are they still attractive? And I'm using air quotes right now. Sure. 
versus attractive as a human. Attractive as a person versus being attractive as a human. Mm. And we all hit that mark about 30. Younger if they're woke. I hate to say that. But like, <laughs> I super hate using that word. But like, at about 28 or older, that's when people start realizing it is not about just how somebody looks. Um, it's about how they make me feel. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that, that I, I realized really late in life. You know, um, my ex-wife, in, in spite of the fact that we're exes, she tickled me in that way. The intelligence, the mm -hmm. kindness, which is another huge thing for me, you know, um, which that thing can fade. It could, it could, it could stay. Kindness is such a turn on, uh, sense of humor is a, is a turn on, um, and and that's what got me into her. It, I mean, she was a beautiful woman, and she still is. You know, I'm not, I have no ill will towards my ex, but it wasn't that. It was it wasn't me because I've how do I put this without sounding like a piece of shit blowhard? But I work with nothing but beautiful people on the surface. Like I look at you right now, you're gorgeous. But when I meet these people, it's not so much like, oh, she's beautiful. Of course she's beautiful. She's walking into my house. She's, she's shooting for me. I, I have chosen to work with this person because she is a beautiful person on the surface. Okay. I now need to see what they're like underneath that. And nine times out of ten, they're really good people. And I'm so glad to have them in my life. I've been so lucky with people that I've, I've worked with. But then there's sometimes someone who clicks and you go like, god damn, like you're a beautiful person inside. You're funny. You're kind. You're compassionate. Compassion is another big thing. That These are my fetishes, I guess. Because these are the things that have to exist 100% of the time. No, that's your love language. Yeah. There's difference. You have it's to not a fetish because that's something that you get off on. If I mean, it's, I do, it's not a, sexually, it's a re, but it's, it's emotionally. Yeah. It's, it's an emotional requirement. We, you have to there's be a difference. There's you, a super difference. There's nothing... It shouldn't be your fetish to be treated well. There's nothing worse than like... That a, should just be a, an expectation. Oh, I know. But I've dealt with models who are... Racist, for example, they'll say something that off the cuff, and I'm like, "Oh, that's some racist shit you just said under the." Under I appreciate your you, and I'll never hire you again. Yeah, that's my mentality. Exactly, and so, or they'll say that's something, a luck to your work or ignorance, you know. And and even then, if you're willing to learn, we'll still talk. That's the biggest thing. I'll go like, "Hey, so what you just said? Let me retort and allow me to please, I mean, you know." Bless my friends. <laughs> seriously. No, seriously. Bless my friends. I'm going to be 1000% fucking honest right now. I grew up in Washington State in a Mormon household. Mm. There is not enough bigotry to go around to fill that fucking space. Well, you're dealing with a. I lived in. You're dealing with a religion that, that thought a certain way of black people until like, what, 1970? 1980s. 1980s, yeah. Let me just tell you right now, as a global citizen, I am so grateful for the friends that I have made my family mm -hmm. who can look at me in those moments where some fucked up, pre-ingrained shit mm. will come out of my mouth. And that, like, I have emotions right now. Sure, sure. I really do. I want you guys to hear this and know this, like... I do not ever mean to say these things in that way. It, it was a learned 
behavior. Yep. I am so grateful today to have friends like Irene and the people that she has brought into my life. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I am so fucking grateful for these people. You want to know why? Because they are so open <laughs> to hearing me have those moments where as a human, I fail because of my previously ordained educational experiences and they are willing to actually educate me as a human i'm the same way i'm i'm an older gentleman and i have thank god so i was hanging out with mia and faith yes tell me and i made a joke and it was a joke that i thought was funny right for the longest time we're like 10 years apart so they there's so much similarities into the jokes that could come out of our mouths because they are so much younger and they're so much part of this this new generation they looked at me and they were like that's not funny Um, no right right yeah no but part of me still thinks it's kind of funny but uh, but it's because of how serious do you take this life and I get it. There's some stuff that you can say that, like, I, there, there's stuff, there's stuff that, that, that you can say to me that's unacceptable. Um, but I, I can still talk to you about it and be like, here's why I don't think this is funny. I made a joke that um, you could consider it almost, like, uh, I guess, slightly. Please don't judge me on this, guys. But it was slightly a rape-y joke. Okay. Uh, and you made you, you said something about We've somebody. all made our but you did something off, about co- off collar. But you you just... said, hey, let's stack and rate me. You're probably going to get some emails on that. Right. Thing. Yes. And absolutely. so it was kind of what I said. And the joke was this, and you guys can judge me on this, and I'm only saying it because I've had some grape juice. But So much grape juice. Oh, God. Um, so good. Can I even tell the joke? Hold on. I gotta tell remember. it. No, i got to remember how it went. <laughs> mm. uh, what do anal sex... <laughs> I can't say it. I can't fucking say it. What do anal sex and broccoli have in common? I don't know. What do they have in common? The more you try to force it on a child, the more they'll hate it in later life. No, that's true. (laughs) So is that bad? Is it a rape joke? It is. So the more it's forced in your... (laughs) You just have to reiterate how you word it. You just heard a five-second beep. But so the more you enforce, the more you're forced to do it, the more you're forced to, to ingrained in it behaviors as a child, the more you're going to hate the it more an adult. an adult will hate it mm-hmm. later on in life. Yeah, you can word it in a way, but I 1000% agree with you. And <laughs> she's yawning. Right no, there. it's late. All right. First of all, so it's Irene 11. Right. Fuck all of you. It's 11.49 p.m. It's 8.49 still. In Atlanta. It's 8.49 p.m. In the state where I'm from. And I am now on like my sixth day of touring. So fuck all of you. (laughs) All the yawning fetishes are like, yes. They're like, do it again. I'm like, I will rub his dick with my feet right now just to be a bitch yeah i like, guess fuck you i'll get him hard just to piss him off i wish i could i could get hard oh you would i don't know oh you would i don't know oh i have had so many boyfriends they're like that's not my fetish but, but the way you just did that but the way but here's the thing you and i would have to be in a completely different frame of mind for that to happen you know we're like are you sure because we're literally doing a podcast are you sure <laughs> 
So guys, that rage so joke. So just that- so we're all talk, like just so we're all aware, I am super not sexually touching him with my feet. No, no, not at all. However, I can totally see his like nutsack bulge. Wow. And I am aware that all I need to do is move my foot three inches to the left. And this will be a completely... He's pouring another glass of grape juice. This would be a completely different conversation. And that is because everybody enjoys having their genitals touched. And it has has nothing to do with feet. It has everything to do with the push start conversation. And this is a whole other podcast. No, I get it. So so here's my thing. So I feel like when it comes to the uh, hierarchy of of, a dick touch, uh, there's there's gold. Sorry, there's platinum. There's gold. There's silver. So platinum is when a man touches himself because no one knows him. Yeah, exactly. Nobody knows themselves but themselves. That's man, woman, person. When a girl tries to give you a hand job, which is, hey, she might have actually had a lot of experience with this because she's given some hand jobs, and hey, a hand's pretty easy to control. Mm. Uh, and then it goes like, then like, pat, 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 down to, let's do it with my feet, which is like, let me try to deal cards or make change with my feet. Um, because that's how much intricacy and accuracy is involved with, you know, once again, people who don't have a foot fetish probably need a little more care from your feet than someone who has a foot fetish because mm-hmm. all they have to do is look at the fact that your feet are doing a thing and I'll be like, oh my God, those are feet. So I'm going to stay hard and I'm probably going to come right away because their feet, ah, boom, done. But if somebody who doesn't, is not really into feet and is into more accuracy, then maybe they prefer the hand because they, they can get that moving up and down motion and get that grip, which a foot cannot offer as much because you cannot fold it all the way in as... That's so you cute. Do. You've never seen my toes. No, I get it. I get it. But I'm saying, in general, right. generally speaking, you probably would have an easier time doing the hand than the foot. I'm not trying to say... I'm not trying to take away... He's cl- super cute right now. He has no idea that my <laughs> ex-boyfriend, who wasn't in defeat <laughs> at all, all I had to do was, while he was watching his favorite fucking team the giants what play football all i had to do was just be like hey baby okay well maybe that's and rub his fucking dick limp dick well he might with have my had... feet no he was like babe i'm not into feet but my <laughs> dick just fucking came for you was his team winning at the time no oh so maybe he's a sub he's like fuck no let, let them lose nope I'm like, you're so wrong. You're so wrong. I love everything no, you're saying. No, I'm right not now. saying but that. But like, like, no, like I'm people are just, would. they encompass so many different spectrums I'm not of the spectrum. saying it would have an effect. I'm just saying that if you're going to do a thing, it would probably be better to do this and this. Right. As opposed to trying with your feet. Same way as if I go, hey, can you make And me- I'm trying to tell them you're wrong. Yeah. If I go, hey, uh, do you want to make me a steak? You're like, yeah. And I'm like, good. Do it with your feet. Cool. I can do it with my feet. Guess what? It's going to take probably an hour long. Nope. Seven minutes each side. Oh, no. no. <laughs> you have met the wrong bitch. Oh, my God. I spent an entire summer, no broken bones, deciding to learn how to do everything to with be, my feet. This is going to be how I, I market I can this podcast. Write, I can write with my feet. This is how I'm going to market this podcast. Literally pick up pens and just like sign like, my Ladies and gentlemen, come listen to this podcast so you can hear uh, Paula yeah. debate on how she can... There are fucking people out there that have no arms and they live their I lives. I know. I know. But with you their have feet. arms. And what? 
What about it? No, I'm just saying. I have feetsies that can do things. I get it. I get it. I, I, really I wiggled he, my toesies and feetsies in his face, I'm and so, he's terrified. He's no, like, don't I'm touch not, me no, with that. I'm just so glad that this is the hill you want to die on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Oh, that's so cute. Do you think this is the hill I'm going to die on? Oh, no, I got the hill for you tomorrow. Oh, I'm a Viking Valkyrie. <laughs> There's no hill that you can present me with that I'm going to die the on. paintings of the Valkyrie. Where they're First like, of all, it says Viking Valkyrie Hellcat. In my know. fucking But life. I never saw like the painting of the Valkyrie with the horse and the wings where she's like jerking dudes off with her fucking feet. Oh, because she doesn't do that. She just exists and takes them to Valhalla. Come here. <laughs> You're like, give me your feet again. No, 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 no. Just relax. Uh, but no, so. <laughs> relax. He's like, please calm down and don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so we're five minutes away from having to go pick up uh, Irene. Yes. Uh, from the airport. We're which doing now I'm it. really excited for the second part yes. of this podcast. Because uh, I think after you guys... Well, I mean, you've already worked together. Uh, what's your favorite uh, shoot you've done with Irene? I'm like, we basically live together. No, no, I, have a drawer, are... I have a drawer at her house, just so everyone's aware. Yeah, you guys are sisters, basically. Yes. Yeah. So what's your favorite shoot you've done with Irene? Everyone. Oh, that's not fair. Come on. There's got to be like a good moment. She wasn't active in it at all. Mm. As I said, I rolled with somebody who was twice my size. Okay, so which one have you actively been in with her that you liked a lot? Oh, the Vore with Agatha. Okay. Oh, ask her about her birthday present. Who ate what? Who ate what? Ask who? her about her birthday present. I will. I will. We're going to go pick her up. So, so tell me what you can. Oh, no. It was so good. Ladies gentlemen, her feet have now sprung two feet. It was so good. They're coming at me. It was so good. She just, I knew it. I knew it. So, okay, it was, it was a, it was a gift reminiscent of our first shoot mm. ever. I was like a dual shit. Okay. <laughs> We're getting there, folks. No. She's going to tell you. Oh. You have to come back. Well, what was... I mean, can you name, like, a shoot you really No. It doesn't have to be the best one. I told you. Agathas. Okay. All right. There's so much involved. I'll tell you in the car. <laughs> well, this podcast has been a failure. No, no it's not a failure. <laughs> I'm saying that... When Irene opened her birthday gift from me, it was the most perfect, perfect fucking gift because Aww. it like hit every aspect of what we had been through sure. for, for our first year of her training me, her fucking clipping my wings as a solo model and telling me, go, you know how to fly. She's been, I mean, she, she's been so proud of you. Uh, she's yeah. been nothing but your champion this whole time. You know, she's, she's so happy that we don't, get... you're gonna, no, I'm just saying like, she's, she's, she's been, she's so happy that we all get the three of us get to work together. I and, would uh, fucking pray that every girl that wants to come into this industry mm -hmm. under any capacity, may they find an Irene. Yeah. Yeah. See, like. I'm really glad y'all can't see me because it's really fucking dusty in here and all of a sudden my <laughs> eyes are watering. My chef is like, cutting so many onions. Right it's now. like, oh, super onions, cutting them right now. No, but no, like, no, no, no. May I every mean, woman who needs this. Yeah, 
Irene was a Irene was a gift for me as well. Yeah, she, she's somebody who I met uh, when I needed to meet her, and then the second visit she made, it was one of those things yeah. where we both connected in yes. the way that you need to connect with somebody sometimes in order to feel valid. Yes, yeah. she walks into the room, and it's like every. 90s 2000 movies where like the hot girl walks in and the wind's blowing through her hair and everything slows down and like your favorite song is playing irene walks in and that's literally like what fucking happened to me sure. and it's like gabrielle sees xena because i'm a blonde and irene's a brunette it was that shit i was like take me with you mm-hmm and she was just like who the fuck are you and i was like i don't care <laughs> like I'll be whoever you won't kick out of this conversation. Yeah. And that was, and like, we never separated after that. Um, That's awesome. I like that. The Xena, the Xena to your Gabrielle. She is the Xena to my Gabrielle. If you don't know what that means, then if you don't know what that means, like anybody who sees our Twitter, you will see 1000 fucking gifts that are like Xena and Gabrielle related. And now you'll understand because that was my favorite show growing up as a kid and as soon as I met Irene, like, it all made sense. It was just like, you're going to meet somebody who's better at life at this current stage than you. Mm-hmm. And they're going to lead you lead you home. And that's what it's been. Well, good. Very good. Uh, we, so, all, we all need someone like that. Yep. Um, I never had a mentor going to this business i never knew that i needed one um right we but, don't know but I, I do take that back to a degree um my friend scotty was somebody who um financially gave me the boost that i needed to to get into this business because he, he knew that i was going to quit you know back when yeah. i was first starting because i didn't have the money for it he's like yeah, I'll, I'll fund you you know my friend joe uh was somebody who introduced me to the world of fetish in atlanta he took me to all these conventions and said like here's the crazy shit you're gonna fucking have to answer for one day right and he showed me dungeons and and, and people playing in those dungeons and what things are, are done in those dungeons and and uh, right and like what couples are into what single people are into and and he did it with a lot of gusto and glee and so those people unfortunately are no longer in my life they they've, they've left and it sucks because like I want to call them every day and be like, I did this shoot with this beautiful girl and you got to see her and it doesn't happen and it sucks. Every day. But I did have, I have that. I did have those two mentors who are gnawing around, but luckily for Bless you, them. Irene is definitely still around and we're going to be shooting with her tomorrow. Can't wait. Uh, it's going to be so much fun guys. And we have... God, everything under the tree has been nailed down for the Oh, it's going to be like a Christmas shoot. You guys have... I uh, didn't even advertise I was coming here because previously we had discussed it was like a surprise. And so I still kind of had that mentality. Oh, no, no, no. No, the the, the paying customers (laughs) for this shoot have have thrown Yeah, they all know I'm here. We have one guy who's thrown pro wrestling at us, another guy who's thrown complete uh, fetishized uh, um, lesbian knockout fetish uh, we've done. uh, We have another one tomorrow that is... uh, Tiny? No, Tiny's going to be the next day. Okay. And then you and me, if we can squeeze that in. And then me and Irene, if you can film that. And then we have one where me versus the the camera. So it's me versus the two of you guys. Ooh. Where you guys hire me to be like your dominant 
character, which we, we might get my buddy Slim to come and film that. Fantastic. Uh, there's a lot of fun shit coming up. And of course, dinners and, and drinks and, and, and having a good time. I brought a jacket because it's cold. <laughs> it's cold. Everyone in fucking Florida made fun of me for my wool jacket. Hilariousness. And then I was like, <laughs> just so you know, I'm going to Atlanta and I will be going out at night. And this you're, jacket you're is... I'm like, it's not irrelevant. You're a Phoenix girl. You're a Phoenix girl. <laughs> oh, it drops below 75. I put a sweater on. I'm in a sweater right now. Like Mr. Rogers. I get it. I get it. <laughs> all right, kids. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, all three of you. None of it was like definitive. It all goes in a circle. So good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we're sorry. Uh, so we're gonna plug some stuff now. Uh, I'm gonna go for uh, let's let's talk about your Twitter or your. All right, websites. my Twitter uh, at hot underscore bimbo one. That's my Twitter. It used to be different, and then they took it away, and I deserved oh, they it. Have you so shadow, I super, they have you so oh, shadow banned right now. Oh, I'm super shadow banned. I have right to now. fucking type every single every letter. single letter. So I'm super shadow so banned. Hot, hot h o t underscore. B I M B O, the number one. Yes. Hot underscore bimbo. Think of Boba Fett's ship, Slave One. Yeah, Slave One, Hot Bimbo One. So, yeah, I had to actually type all that up just to get her to appear on my feed. So, guys, please uh, follow uh, Paula. She's amazing. Uh, Thank you. I haven't even shot with her, and she's amazing. I know. She might suck completely tomorrow. Just my feet in his lap. And I'll still be. Saying that she's amazing. Thank I really you. wish I was in the feed right now. He's super not. I really wish. He would have been like all hands on him and he's just I'm like. trying. I'm he's, so, like, I'm like, hey, he's like, they're pretty. He's like, they're pretty. He kind of like poked him. Like one finger. I think thighs are better. Or maybe, yeah, maybe, no. Maybe, oh, no. Yeah. I got like square ass thunder thighs right now. Those will fuck you up. Yeah, those like, are fine. I'm a little je- like upset that I haven't worked out in three days. <laughs> All right, so we have Twitter. Do you have any websites or anything like that? Are you just working off of Twitter right now? Instagram is Paula underscore diamonds underscore official. I have an OnlyFans. Oh my God, I don't even. You should have told me. Oh shit. No, that's okay. I'd have had well, these. You, while you look that up, I'll give I'll you my I'll have them info. open. Yeah. All right, so guys, if you want to see my pay per view stuff, obviously uh, go to skwppv.com. That's where we have over 2,500 uh, 2, clips um, for, for sale. Uh, at really reasonable prices because we rock and then you can get the free stuff which we have over I think now a million photos at superkidsworld.com all available for free along with free clips uh, free podcasts obviously because you're listening to this one Um, and then if you want to go to our sister site it's sensuallysavageproductions.com where you get to see more of the sexy stuff Um, no real nudity but we are I think we might start doing some topless stuff soon so we're going to see how that goes my titties will be free in the breeze sure Uh, topless stuff or we're crossing that line after 20 years of being so prudish um, and uh, much like the, the Mormons. Uh, so speaking of which, uh, right? Let's, let's yeah, talk about, uh, here's a former Mormon here. My Instagram is Paula underscore diamonds underscore official. Nice. Right? Check it out, guys. Check uh, it out. We love you so much. Uh, we can't wait. All my to- links are available. We can't share. Yeah. We can't wait to share everything with you that we shoot this weekend. Uh, my Instagram, I think, is SKW Productions, and we do put a lot of uh, advanced uh, photos there. So yeah, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook is Kid Sleeper, I think K I D D. So just look me up there. And uh, my new Twitter is 
SKW Atlanta. So at SKW Atlanta, I now have a thousand and three followers. Whoop, whoop. And so we're gonna keep building those up. I'll see you guys there, and let's say goodnight to the fans. Adios, guys. Bye. Hey. <gasps> Welcome to Wrestling with Fetish. I'm back again, uh, as promised. We were gonna do a post shoot, uh, uh, kind of a mini podcast with Paula Diamond, so she's back with us, grabbing some candy. Hello, hello. Which I keep around to keep the models coming back. Um, and uh, and yeah, we we had a full weekend of shoots, in spite of the fact that. I got pretty sick, which is something that I have to attribute to our co-host tonight, the beautiful, the statuesque, the deadly, the uh, pulling a hair out of her mouth. What was it? Was her hair in there? With the- excellence and vigor, as always, I mean oh, silver! Silver, silver, silver. That was, I can't do it. A horse. Hell no. Uh, Think more like a silver snow leopard of death. Yes. Yeah. And so silver I really tongue here, devil. So I gotta give I gotta give tribute to the lovely Irene who set up uh, who set up very much helped set up uh, Paul, uh, Paula's debut. Thank you. Not Thank just you. by pitching her to me, but also saying like, "Hey, let's do these dates and let's let's get these these flights planned and, and yeah. paid for." And so she made it happen, and I got to sit back and enjoy the uh, and enjoy everything you guys did. Um, unfortunately, the first night I was fucking slammed by the flu. Or Almost God. died. You were nasty sick. Yeah. A flu. Uh, and then the next morning, I got up feeling gross. We shot the first couple of, of videos, which we um, let's go through real quick. The first one was uh, back and forth pro style custom uh, sent in by one of our faithful fans. That was so much fun because he let us do whatever we wanted, and you guys it's pretty epic. Killed it. Yeah, it yeah, was that pretty was epic. pretty fun. You oh. did really good handling that. Honestly, it was your first time. Yeah, <laughs> well, for you your were... first like hard because you've done pro stuff before, yeah. but not on that level. Not like that. Well, I'd yeah. have I'd have to say that the only reason why I did as well as I did is I had an excellent teacher. You wouldn't happen to know who that would be. No idea. No idea. Well, no. no so there's. Clue? So let me let me let me actually mention that. Miss so Irene. The two things that that were brought to my attention this weekend through a fan and also you guys was the you know the fact that, uh, you know, when I was shooting with Paula. Everything came so naturally to her, and I kept having to remind myself. I'm like, well, yeah, it's it has to come naturally to you anyway, in order yes. to learn it correctly. Yes, you have to have. Uh, her but the time. fact that Thank you know, you. Irene you was sending me video time. updates and going like, look what I taught her, and here's a shot of her taking a pedigree on a mattress, and here's a choke slam. A choke <laughs> oh my <slam>. god! <laughs> and she I was really videos. proud of you, and I thought that was kind of awesome. So uh, and then on top of that, we had a fan who wrote us, and he was like, I don't know if you know this, but like you guys do like the most high-flying pro things that I've seen, and you don't even use a ring, and you do it you know, with gusto. And like a lot of other companies, even like pro wrestling companies out there that have pro workers, and you'll see one high spot, two high spots per match. Because yeah. a lot of the girls that go in, they're just like, yeah, that's all I'm going to do because I'm not going to get hurt on this job. I'll get hurt on the big job. Well, yeah. I'm live in front of people. Yeah, but right. when it comes to the custom stuff, no, there's no way they're gonna take a fucking mile high choke slam. They're not gonna take sixteen leg drops or three pile drivers. They're not gonna do that. And I don't fault them for it, but it still changes. It changes us in that we have a company that features, uh, yeah, that features uh, that kind of action. But like, we'll do like sixteen, seventeen high spots per match, you know. And you guys yeah. nailed a bunch of those. Yeah, like, repeatedly, repeatedly. And so. Um, so yeah, so th- that was amazing. The next one after that was... 
The voodoo, voodoo doll. doll. Yes. So I bought a, or sorry, a, a customer bought a voodoo doll for us. I got to pick it out. And we got to do a thing where there was a lock of Paula's hair wrapped mm-hmm. around it. And Irene got to completely destroy poor Paula by throwing her around the room. And it was, there was some pretty epic little aspects of that that we have not done yet. Before. Hey man, all training is valid training. So don't come at me. Mm. <laughs> Listen. Listen. But Just Paula because got, I used a voodoo doll. <laughs> I'm not going to give you the tactics. I, you have to watch it. But Paula, I feel like I, I'm definitely a, a better wrestler for everything you uh Put you through. Put me through. Yeah. So you get for doubting my doll, yo. Anyway. Listen. <laughs> listen, listen. Listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. Well, that particular clip taught me that A, Paula has an amazing set of uh, facial skills. So like, mm, thank you. Eye rolling. I'm so happy cro- to You're just like, like everything. Like you, you Irene's know. got the eye cross for sure, but mm-hmm. the rolling. We're working on the cross eyes. Yes. We're working on it. And I'm going to teach her to roll. And then we're just going to be like the dynamic duo of doom. Yes. So much doom. Uh, and then um, after that, what do we do? Oh, so we had a very like essentially savage match that was like, let's just, if you guys mm. dig um, panties. Oh yeah, oh yeah, panties are a whole panties are a whole thing. Fetish. So if there's a lot of our upskirt shot guys out there, and you like the you know the flash of the satin panties, the cotton panties, the knockouts. Some the, really good panty angles. Yeah, in this very room, much. Honestly. And there's a lot of sensual uh, finger play and mouth play and stuff like that but there's it's also a lot of knockouts honestly it's, some good asmr as well yeah because yeah. i could hear it from where i was so i know for a fact that we definitely captured the asmr yeah so it was AS- that's an interesting ASMR? one AMR? oh my god did i just film that no too no. much wine it is no. asmr we had, okay. it is yeah. no it is, it is ASMR. i win but no we had a really good time <laughs> with that and then i was exhausted went to bed and then i started feeling like these shivers and i'm like oh Ugh, shit yeah. oh no like if i even open my blanket bad, 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 bad. i'm shaking and the next morning I woke up and that's when I was like, oh, that's not, this is not going to happen. Yeah. So, so Saturday was yeah. unfortunately my uh, Secret Kids um, uh, couch day. day. Yeah. But uh, we actually did something that we've never done before at SKW. So uh, I got my buddy Slim, you guys know as our, our, our kind of co-host from time to time. And he uh, took him, I gave him a script. I said, hey, I'm going to lay on the couch. You go shoot this for me. And the only reason I did that not to diminish Slim because he's an amazing. He's getting really good at at, at being, uh, you know, a good videographer. Is yeah. the fact that I had you two. Thank so you. I was like, you. okay, I know that Irene can direct Paula and Slim can direct Irene, and there's going to be this really good. Um, what's the word? Uh, joining joining of the minds collaboration, and that you guys were going to nail it. And from mm-hmm. what I could tell, I haven't looked at the footage yet. You guys did a great job, and I'm going to look at the footage tomorrow, and it's going to be bizarre, because it's be, be me like seeing things happening in my mat room that I've never seen in my life, which is strange. <laughs> <laughs> and then, what did we do last night? We just watched TV, right? Yeah, then we kind of relaxed. Yeah, we relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't get up off the couch. We, when I did, I finally... Yeah. We went and did something fun. Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah, we. I got so shiny and so clean, clean. You sure clean. did. Oh yeah, I sent you guys off to a uh, to one of my favorite day spas here in Atlanta. Yes. If you guys want to check out a good uh, day spa on the weekdays, it's called Jeju. Jeju. J E J U's Korean Day Spa. They will clean you up, wax you down, give you all the massages. Uh, you can you, eat rub you, Korean around. food there, delicious yes. Korean food. Saunas of all magnitudes, mm. dry saunas, wet saunas, saunas with gold and silver, saunas with salt, and saunas they with semi-precious 
stones. They have an Olympic swimming pool. They yes. have a nail salon as well during Upstairs, the day. Upstairs, mm-hmm. yes. They have a gym. Oh, she called it reflexology gym. You can stay for 24 hours. Because if I'm not paying... Yeah. Oh, wow. She, yes. Because, yeah, if my girls aren't wrestling, then at least I'm, I'm trying to treat them to something. Because it's like, you're oh, here. Oh, I needed it. You're mm-hmm. here, so I might as well fucking make I it worth it. God, thank you. She flipped me upside down, around, mm-hmm. all around. I got scrubbed. I got oiled. Mm-hmm. I got rubbed. My hair got washed. She dripped a bunch of goo on my face and then peeled it off. It was wild. Nice. It was wild. Uh, so then today it's I woke so up and the fever broke and we shot one final uh, project. Um, which was, uh, wait, what did we shoot? What was going on earlier in the day? Am I going fucking crazy? You, you had other people come and shot. Oh yeah, I did. Sorry. uh, I shot Willow Willow. and Ella. Yeah. I'm burnt out right now. So I have Willow versus Ella doing a cat fight. That was great. Sorry. And then after that, we shot the final clip with you guys, which Mm -hmm. was the, uh, Ella versus, sorry, Ella and Paula cat fighting. And then, um, Irene is the pro wrestler who interrupts them. It was a lot of fun. It kind of birthed from a, a, a mild moment. Of joking, mm. where I said I was gonna elbow somebody in the face, and then it just, yeah. <laughs> well, let me. Talk- I promise it wasn't violent. <laughs> so I've had a really bad relationship with catfight fans for the longest time, and it, just silly because they want to see certain kinds of action that I won't do because, I, a, I feel like it might be dangerous. Uh, B, a lot of it. It's just silly to me. I'm not a big fan of people just pulling hair and, yeah. and you know whimpering and crying and rolling around. Well, as a producer, uh, you can shoot what you shoot. You don't have to shoot everything. It's ugh, whatever. But for some weird reason, like in the world of like message boards and stuff like that, I get a lot of hate from that. It's just like, oh well, yeah, he's campy, he's stupid, and it's all stage, so why bother? Because for a lot of these guys, it's about are the girls really hurting each other? Mm-hmm. Are they really yeah. inflicting pain on each other? Are they really trying to pull each other's fucking hair out of the fucking you know scalp? And there's nothing about that that appeals, you know? And so I just kind of created these two characters, where it was Paula and Ella, who were like these cat fighters, who were like, we're doing this, and it's sexy. And then in walks Irene, who's the pro, and she's just like, yeah, this is how we really fight. And then it turned into this amazing one versus two squash that Irene really pulled off without a hitch. She you know did. what? Hold up. Hold up, you guys. Tiny. Tiny, I hope you're listening. Because I want you to know right now that after today, this is the second two versus one match that I've done here, and I'm only getting better. I'm coming for your job, bro. I am so coming for you. You better watch out. You can barely count past six. (laughs) I am lifting heavier and harder every day. I'm coming for you. Oh my god. You better watch your back. If he could figure out how to listen to a podcast, he would be <laughs> so mad right now. <laughs> I hope somebody plays it no, for him. No, he's scared of it. I him. hope somebody yeah. plays it for him. Electricity scares him. <laughs> um, but I will send this to the to the to the tiny, you know, igloo he lives yeah, in. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. happen. And it's not a small one, he's just called a tiny igloo, so right. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, so tiny you've been called out and uh, and enjoy enjoy your time until you see Irene again, which will probably be next year. Um but yes, yeah, so that was it, and then we wrapped up, went out to dinner. I feel a little bit better. I, as you guys yes. can tell, I guess I'm still pretty congested, but I, I'm clear of mind, uh, and we're here kind of doing the wrap-up. So yeah. um, let's talk to uh, Paula. What yes. were your, What were your honest thoughts about tell SKW? Tell us, tell us. It was really fun here. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely enjoyed the build-up of the entire year until I finally got to come. 
and experience those mats and not get my ass kicked as much as I thought I was going to. Phrasing! <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to um, interrupt this message for phrasing. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Good pause. Good yeah. Pause. That build up. And then, and then I, I was finally, finally able to, to come. come. <laughs> to my senses. To the realization. That was that amazing. I, I love you so much. That was amazing. <laughs> no, you just, there's five guys who are already logged off because they finished. So. <laughs> Um, but no, in terms Did of my send tips too. Did I mention you can find me on Sex Panther? <laughs> Perfect. Yes, were there any? Uh, so, what were your any pros and cons? Was there anything oh, yeah. bad, good? Like, I mean, like it's fucking be cold here. Honest. Okay. It's fucking cold oh, here. Uh, Wait till the last fucking clip of the last day to be like, oh yeah, there's ribs behind the door. <laughs> Just because you're blind. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, I didn't know if they were fucking prop it's, robes or robes I could use. This is, so. this is honest. Prop As, I'm like, first of all, there's bins of if clothes. If you don't tell us there's, we can touch it, we usually don't we touch usually it. We usually don't. Like, it. I'm one of those, nope, that's not for me. So I'm sitting there, like, in my fucking skivvies, like, with chicken skin or goose pimples. <laughs> so whatever you want to call them. For those that don't know, those that don't know... Miss Paula is a little bit sensitive to cold. To temperature. Um, yeah. So my temperature is dictated by... My body temperature is dictated by the room around me. Yeah. So, like, I can't regulate my own body temperature. I don't generate it myself, so... Yeah, she gets cold very easily. Yes. As soon as the, like, breeze blows, I'm like... Me and the van, I'm over there sweating everywhere. Yeah, so, like, it actually makes for, like, a really good pairing because, like, I ask her to snuggle me constantly. I heat her up. Wait a minute. Freezing. Yeah. She heats it up. I gen- I'm but, the same way. I have the Latino heat. I fucking generate weight like when I sleep. Now is it like a slow burn? It's one of those things where every every person that I've ever been in bed with who is chilly at night, mm-hmm. they'll just hold on like an iguana. like Because mm. they're just like, oh, you generate, you're basically my little heat rock. And I'll just hold on to this for a while. Because I don't know. I, and I can't, yeah. I can't sleep without some sort of cool air. Blasting at me, that kind of thing. People who sleep in a warm room, I'm like, you're a fucking alien. I'm an alien. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you you did great, so I'll gladly pay you, Um, and you can go back to your planet after we're done. (laughs) Uh, What was your favorite? Like, okay, okay, it can't be maybe not favorite. Because I mean, obviously there might be a couple favorites. Yeah. Give one of your favorites. I mean, let's cut out the panties one. Obviously that's the one. But let's, <laughs> aside from that one. I was going to go anything but the... <laughs> hey, no. Actually, it wasn't that bad. It was actually a lot of fun to you figure don't out. It was a lot of fun to figure out. It was a lot of fun to figure out. I've never said... Ooh, so many times in my life. But you know what? I started yeah. to... I started... So it, it, the guy Less requested a specific... Yeah, he requested a specific sound. Seriously. I appreciate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like when you get punched in the stomach, these guys want a specific sound. When you get stopped on, they want a specific sound. So if you zero in on that sound and that's your kink, I get it. I yeah. totally get it. Sometimes yeah. it's a little bit of a brain trip, though. Because yeah. um, what, even when you have any kind of training, or even if you don't have any kind of training, you have like a certain sound that you produce when you get hit. Sure. And you might make different sounds for different kind of hits or experiences. So you have to like remind your brain as a performer or as a model to be like, no, no, no. Don't go, oh, mm. go, 
Mm. Yeah. A certain, you know, you have to... Or blow out air. Yeah, or blow out air Or just roll way. your eyes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and it can be any of those things. It, it becomes like an interesting mind puzzle. I'm terrible so, at it. It goes into the same... You did great. So oh, it, did it, so it goes into the same so good, mindset honestly. as if I we put you in a so sleeper. We were so tired and like... <laughs> Sandra yes. was sick yeah, and was sick. like, yeah. We by the end of it, through. let's just preface this by saying it was like one in the morning. It was close to one. It was, yeah. By the was, time we wrapped. It was, yeah, it was So late. like, you have to. And I was sick. Yeah. He's I was sick. way sicker than I could ever We've admit both to been on tour. And so that's honestly what it was. I feel like if we would have done it on a day where we were all 100%, we would have. It would have been, been, like, been like. It would have been like. But I literally kept saying like, guys, I'm so tired. But what I meant by tired was I have a 104 degree fever. So mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, we should finish this soon. Oh, this scene, we're just going to cut it out. He'll be okay with it. But I see it as the same way as when someone wants to, let's say, put Irene in a sleeper or put you in a sleeper hold. Mm -hmm. You might react in such a way where you're like, okay, well, I should fucking go crazy and bananas. And I should fucking lash out and be like a trapped animal. Mm -hmm. And then I should start doing these fucking or weird convulsions and just finally just roll my eyes to stay that way. And then there's going to be another guy that's like, no, no, I want you to do it gently and slowly, fade. Yeah, and just close no your eyes And look like you're gently going to sleep with your mouth open. And that's what he zeroes in on. So for that, that's his ooh. Or yeah, exactly. Right. And so for him, this guy, the sound Different that you guys made puzzles. was his trigger. Yeah. And uh, for me, like I have triggers too. Like my, for me, like, well, not really triggers, but like I love, if you put, if you got somebody in, the eye, in a sleeper hole and you do some eye rolling, I feel like that just, that's what comes natural to that move. Like you should be fluttering your eyes and all that stuff. Yeah. But that came from my own youth watching movies where some girl would get karate chopped and she would roll her eyes and pass out. I'm like, that should be what happens. Uh, for some guys, I have one guy who's like, don't let the girls open their mouths when they pass out. And I'm like, oh, that is so weird. Because to me, this with the mouth open is how everyone looks when they sleep. Right. Yeah. But this guy wanted it to be like, like just completely stoic mouth closed hmm. and he was like please don't let them open their mouths maybe he doesn't like the way that the jaws position sure it does change the shape of the face but that's his ooh yeah <laughs> and when i say ooh i mean that's the sound this guy wanted to hear the girls make just very soft like ooh sounds and i'm not ridiculing it in any way no but it's just it was so repetitive that after a while my brain started to fog and i started to let the the scene started to meld into each other yeah <laughs> and i was, was like am i going crazy or have we already shot this much oh I it know, got hypnotic right? it was hypnotic it was very it was a very hypnotic clip but i mean we were also kind of gassed mm -hmm. but yeah. not for real but gassed i should have thrown in yeah. some words like ooh send us 300 dollars on venmo ooh. Ooh. right it was very very hypnotic ooh that would have been okay <laughs> brain working uh, ideas but okay so what which one was your favorite um, yeah, give us some it could be, oh, we could break it down. What was your favorite move? Okay, so <laughs> legit, the mess, the messed up tombstone. Oh, you mean the suplex the, I gave the, you? Yeah, where I, yeah, we did I gave Paula an accidental suplex when I was practicing today. That was, it was funny. Dumb. Yeah, we were practicing some stuff and I gave her an accidental suplex. Yeah, we Fucking did, hilarious. Yeah, that was... We did a standard oops. pile driver. She flipped up and her legs had too much momentum. Tipped backwards. Yeah. yeah. So Irene hit her back and for, you, you no, landed on the plants of your all, feet. First of all, I have a really yeah. fat ass and really thick thighs. There's a lot of, booty. And, a lot of so, booty. and I got myself like a damn good spring on that one. You did. You went and you in your back arch. Because the last time we... We did it. My legs went all willy nilly, like I was at a concert or well, one of them of the fucking things outside so, of a car lot. <laughs> you're used to doing tombstones, and we were yeah. doing a normal pile driver 
and that involves a flipping motion, and so the back was arched. It's like seventy five, which is fine later. because I know <laughs> it was so far. I know how to go to my back on that. It's no different than really flopping back for a suplex. No, it was fine. So it was, it was fine. good. But it, was, but it was just, hilarious. It was hilarious. We, we were laughing the we whole way. We were up, like we were up, and then it was like, and we're up, way too far up. Well, and you guys also now got, we're down. So I, I'm stuck though, because I between the pro one and I think oh, the uh, <laughs> that was my knee hitting everything. Just so you know, <laughs> there were aspects of the pro. You <laughs> are guess injuring each other. Yeah, she just rammed her chair to my leg. Nice. <laughs> It's okay. It right. wasn't enough. I'm let's, like, that's for the suplex. Let's, let's settle it in the mat room in a sexy though. way. That was your favorite, though. I'm sorry I kissed it better. But what yeah, was your so favorite, the, Santiago? Yeah. I don't know, man. The catfight versus pro thing was such a novel thing for me because I wanted it to do... Once again, I have nothing against catfight producers, but I have a lot against certain catfight fans who feel like it's their privilege to see women really hurt each other for, mm. for the extra money they're willing to pony up. Yeah. And so to me, to be Fair. able to take those two kinds of characters who are the cat fighters and pitch them against the thing that I do, is very symbolic. Right? I was just like, I'm really enjoying watching Irene legit beat these girls up, uh, you know, obviously in, in our fantasy world, because I'm just like, yeah, this is, you know, between like pulling hair and slapping and occasionally scratching and then seeing someone do technical moves that take coordination, that takes you as the jobber. You have to coordinate. Mm. You have to work yes. with her like a dance partner yes. to make it look beautiful. And three a, of us doing it once. Yeah, as opposed to doing yes. just like, oh, uh, amazing. On top of that, oh, God, three uh. different body styles, heights, weights, everything. Yes, skill sets, Three two. different, completely different weight classes. Actually, you and I are actually very close. Yes. And I so... It doesn't matter. But, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> And so I took it. Ella's tiny. I took like, what matters. Ella's I'm tiny, tall. and Irene and you I are medium. I got big titties. Yeah, <laughs> that's she's what I mean. Big on top, I'm big on bottom, and in between, we're brilliant. That's so what it is. Cheers and then to we that. also had the well, we also had the equally brilliant and lovely Ella. Yeah, you? and yes. she's just a tiny powerhouse. She's a little dude. fucking dynamo. It's mm. amazing. Dude, she was amazing. She had such a good time too. She was. Mm-hmm. We were upstairs after. She's like, that is one of the funnest ones I've done in a while. And I was good. Like, yeah. I really appreciate both of you trusting me. She loved it. That was great. But with the pro wrestling one, that appealed yeah, to my, my my fandom. Where yeah. I was just like, I get to see these many moves being done perfectly with people wearing this amazing gear and it's being sold beautifully. Uh, and it's very tight. That was a tight video where it was like every single movement meant something. Mm. Whereas when you're dealing with something with the catfight stuff, there's a lot of moments of just someone sprawled out, there's no real deliberate kind of action. But with the pro stuff, it was like, oh, this is very scientific. This is very mm-hmm. like, bam, 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 we have to move here, we have to do this. Yeah. And we're doing more in one 15-minute clip than most people, most pros do in a 20-minute clip. Because yeah, they're afraid to take bumps. In a ring, no less. And then you guys did the other one, which was, um, what was the other one? The Century one. <laughs> the Century one, which yes. was just fun. That was a lot of fun. That was really fun. That was the one that Slim shot. So many tools in there. Okay, first of all. Yeah, tell me about that because that was Whoever ordered that custom, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. You're fucking 
Welcome. I still haven't seen the clip. But You're was gonna it, lose was... your goddamn mind. <laughs> uh, so there's a. Yep, I just said GD. Y'all. I'm gonna I'm gonna put an Easter egg out there. Sure. Uh, there is a Oop. wildly genuine moment in the clip, <laughs> uh, and I would love it if any of you guys figure out which moment it is. Oh yeah, give, um, I'm not leave gonna your say, comments. I'm not gonna say anything beyond. Uh, it involves me coming at Miss Paula here, and Miss Paula's reaction is 100% absolutely guaranteed real. Legit, like I'm Sigourney Weaver in Aliens. <laughs> it was real, real. And it wasn't just her that I got, but I also got Slim. Um, got the cameraman, too. Just both I of us. Not, I did not warn them. Nope. I did not warn them. Negative um, ghostwriters, zero warning. The like One of the things on the script said, you know, like, you know, really, you can surprise me with ways that you do this. And I was like, okay, I got you. Surprise me. <laughs> yeah, surprise, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm looking forward to editing it tomorrow so I can see what the fuck happened. But I, I, yeah, I can't wait for the fucking were tweet. shocked. I, I have to give both of you kudos for continuing to roll with it yep. when I continued to go. Fucking professionalism at yeah, its finest because both of us could have lost our shit and we were just like, no, we're rolling. And we just kept going. Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. you, like, three people didn't break their fucking character except for none of us. Yeah, we did real good on that. Despite the amazingness where hilarious. you were just like... Um, good luck everybody pretty much fucking great so yeah I'm curious what you guys will think that's your yep. easter egg um, can't wait if you to, end up uh, purchasing that clip and I hope you do or dude. if you end up seeing that clip uh, yeah. tell me what you think it is I'm curious and if you get it right I will give you a prize uh, mm -hmm. so, can't yeah. guarantee what it will be so, but you yeah. will get some sort of prize I promise you that might be my panties you never know it could be anything honestly could be my hair it could be one of my custom lighters it could be anything it could be one Damn. of uh, my my I, panties oh gosh it could be an old worn like outfit or an unworn outfit it could be a photo set yeah. it could be a side I have boxer magazine. shorts I don't even up, have yeah. a custom lighter and it could I be like anything. sleep at her house guys I wear socks all the time I have jobs. oh them, yeah so I absolutely I have a drawer at your house I don't even have a custom lighter yeah I know yeah so yeah anyway they're gonna get so better treatment than me I'm curious to see uh, what they think it is. Curious. Well, so, yeah. So, all in all, uh, in terms of my, my personal post-shoot reactions, I had an amazing time. I was yeah. really happy to be surrounded by people who were patient with the fact that I got sick. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, so so responsive to direction and stuff when I was shooting while sick. Because I was, I was shooting downstairs and I had to sit down every couple of minutes because I was just like, man, I can't breathe. Um, and uh, But then I, it all came out really good. You guys are going to love it. Um, once again, I think today's might have been my favorite. I think just because it was the three of you guys and it was so much choreography and exact movement, you know? You guys are already going to know what I say my favorite thing is. Oh, I don't know. What do you think it is? Your favorite thing? Oh, the, the killer move at the end. The running snapmare. Oh, the running snapmare. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, I have snapmare. been personally working on my somersaults and front flips and mm -hmm. I was really impressed with myself for slamming both of you guys while doing a front flip. So that's all I will say. Without injuring anybody. Yeah, I was just, that was the making, only thing I was going to say without a really single clean. ounce of whiplash. Nothing. No And issues. like, as the person that received that bump, yeah, it was easy. I can sit there and tell you, yeah, no, that was fucking fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. And you guys got to watch it happen right in front of your face, too. No, we didn't. Oh, that's right. I saw <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, it's supposed to be. Ba -ba -ba -ba. Just wondering 
anymore. Just kidding. That's all I'm doing. I'm I will have the vid caps. <laughs> I took I took sequential high res photography. You're gonna be fine. I'm like all I got to see was not my knees, not my knees. <laughs> I just wanted to know how bad it was. <laughs> right? No. I'm like I got to see a whole lot of oh shit. That was like, definitely. I mean, but, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like uh, oh, super fun. I mean that torture rack <sighs> into the backbreaker. Now people are like, Stop oh, you giving them all the good moves. But no, they don't gonna, know. You know me. I preview because everything typical, anyway. From, actually, it's, it's pretty common to take someone from a torture down into a back. There's ways to do that, no problem. They don't know who they and they don't know, know where. Mm -hmm. The who's <laughs> it, so what's it, and the wins it, and then your business knows, unless you yeah. buy this clip. Anyone who knows the machine knows that I've done the, the, that particular tactic. But you, you guys will take it. It's really great. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a great... It's a great way to revisit pro wrestling and submission wrestling because you know because because at customs I don't get to really go back and do those technical moves and so when I get the chance to like really go back and be like okay I need to dip into the shit that made made this good uh, it's great to do those double Boston crabs and the double backbreakers and everything you want to do that looks really cool that's supposed to be inflicting pain or whatever but uh, going back to my personal opinions on Paula like she killed it she did a great job oh, thank you you looked amazing uh, you were very receptive to direction uh, you had good patience with me as a director so you, you weren't like you know you weren't frustrated with the with the process you seemed like you were like okay this is how this flows which is really good i'd have done better with more sugar <laughs> that was my own personal oh, fault wait i have a whole bowl <laughs> no i no, should have it's gummy bears it's gummy bears uh, that are my weakness okay. But I appreciate you putting up with me being like a bitter bitch on the end of tour. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You were fine. You were fine. I, I think if anything, you did the same thing a lot of models do where they're just like, you know, it was, did I do good enough? Was that okay? And I'm just yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. the thing I get in my head. I'm like, are you sure that was good enough? And my thing is like, I got to tell you over and over, like, hey, if I don't think it's good, you better believe I'm going to fucking shoot it over. Yep. So um, when the yep. moment that I move on to the next scene. Very polite about it too. He's just like, hey, let's just try that again. <laughs> and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like elbow in the rib, like, hey, that was good, but do it one more time. Right. Wink, wink. One more time, y'all. One more, you know. Uh, but yeah, and, and to me, like, I feel there's, 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 I'm not going to name any names, but there's producers out there who have this very weird mentality where it's like, oh, well, that was about 50% where the guy, where the customer wanted it. And it's obvious that that's 50% where the customer wanted it. And the producer will turn and say like, well, that's what's he's, that's what he's going to get. Mm -hmm. I can't do that. To me, it's like, if you yeah. pay me your hard earned money, I don't care what, if you know if you got this from Wendy's or if you work as, at a corporate job or, you know, whatever, this is your money. It's going into my pocket, and I'm going to return a product to you. I better make sure that it's something you're going to come back and want again. Absolutely. So to sit there and say, like, well, he gets what he gets, that's moronic to me. Like, yeah. if, I'm, if I open a new burger stand, and the first burger I make for you tastes like absolute shit, is undercooked, and has, you know, a snail in it. Hey, man, that guy, that thing has a snail in it. No, yeah, he gets what he gets. That fucker's mm. never going to come back. Your food truck is yeah. bad. And so with you guys, and what's great about you guys is your coworkers and you are coworkers to the nth degree where you're like, oh, I, I hear what you're saying and I'm not taking this as a critique directly on my skill, but a critique on this scene. So let's redo it again and I'm going right. to improve this. And you, you did that beautifully where I was like, is it okay to do this again? And you're like, yeah, let's do it again. Well, I will, I will say this. One of the reasons why I've built up my... Uh, Ability to do that as this woman sitting right here next to me. Oh, thank you. Irene. Yes, Miss Irene Silver trained uh, me no, 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 no. from day one after she like 
snarked me from the the not good side to the even better side. <laughs> the lights of the it's dark. It's a good side. Let's oh, be fair. They're yes, all yes. good sides. Every side's a good side. Sometimes you get tired of working in one industry Fetish and you're so ready much for fun, something though. else. Yeah. Fetish and is so much I think fun. you were just ready for a different I was ready industry. For a transition. You had been in the other industry for a long time and then you yeah. wanted to just do something different. That's all. Fetish is also yeah. variety, yeah. which means you get to just try something new every day. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely it's yeah. like being at 31 flavors in disneyland all at the same time well it's the same yeah, do you want to do you want to have the same slice of pizza every day for lunch like no man i want to fucking no. try new shit out and and to me like when i get a custom that's like hey i want these girls to be sentries hey i want these girls to do panty stuff hey i want these girls to be pro stars i'm like oh fuck i get to dip my fucking chip into these sauces mm -hmm. all different ones in one weekend as opposed to me just doing this one specific fetish for everyone at the expense of my personal enjoyment. Yeah. And I can't do that. Like, I've got too short of a lifespan to, to give you just – to give this one person what I want. Um, and so you killed it and, and you were very uh, malleable, receptive to direction. You were very patient with the other girls. You were very physically, like, able to fucking land those bombs and shit thanks to – Again, I Well, thanks to Irene, but also thanks to you being such a good student. Yeah, yeah. Thank and so you. we're definitely going to get you back. Um, Appreciate and, that. Uh, and, yeah, we're going to work that out soon. Right now, a, a lot of the fans know I'm taking December and January off for sanity. Uh, but let's talk about some future plans, and then we're going to wrap this up because it's already now a three-hour – uh, podcast. So if yeah. you're on your third leg of your flight and you've listened to all this, thank you so much. Uh, please tip you your. You are welcome. Yeah. Please say nice welcome. things to your uh, to your flight attendant and and you know be and the cool. money. Yeah. Not just trash. Oh my god. And also. <laughs> oh my god. So I felt so bad. This is a total total fucking. Sorry. This is... Irene's being what happened? Than I don't me. know what's happening. I'm so scared. Face communications. Um, I'm just like, and this is where we are tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so I was on a flight from France to the States, from Egypt, and there was, it was a, it was a, I, I ended up treating myself for my birthday, so I got a first class ticket. And, uh, and it was cheap because no one goes to Egypt at this point. Mm -hmm. And this guy comes up to me, this, yeah. this young flight attendant, he's like, sir, would you like an alcoholic beverage? I'm like, yeah, sure. Can I get a vodka soda? So he brings me this like little vodka soda. Uh, and then after that, he had no vodka. So I'm like, okay, cool, I'll have champagne. And they have Prosecco there. Yeah, Prosecco, okay, cool. So the, it's like a 12-hour flight, or like, yeah, about 10 to 12 hours. And, he, you know, every couple hours, he keeps asking me what I want. And I'm like, yeah, give me a water, but I'll take another champagne. After like the fourth or fifth champagne, he comes over and he goes like, sir, would you like another drink? I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll take another champagne. I'm not even close to being buzzed at this point, because I don't know if they water it down or if it's just like very light champagne. And he like looked at my face like, Sir, can I suggest a non-alcoholic beverage, please? And he's like looking at me like I was that guy who was going to be the drunken, crazy guy on the plane. You may suggest it, but I am also not going to take your suggestion. I would like my alcohol. I know. Thank you. <laughs> so I could have said that. Right? But because I didn't, I'd seen so many videos on YouTube of people getting dragged off of planes for X, Y, and Z. I was like, this uh, is okay, sir. Um, I could, I, I could, I could pretty much go like, you can watch me walk to the bathroom and come back or whatever, see that I'm actually okay. But I felt bad for the guy. I think he was trying to like, you know, I was like, oh yeah, bring me a diet coke. And he was jolted by that. He's like, sir, that that's all you want? I'm like, yeah. You apparently think I'm drunk, but I'm not. I just was. Drunk. I'd have been like with a heavy side of jar. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel so sorry for your flight experience because I had a much shorter flight and I consumed so much <laughs> more alcohol <laughs> on Alaskan Airlines. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> All right, well, thanks, dude, on that flight from Delta, <laughs> France to Atlanta. Delta sucks. I like Delta, but next time I'm going to have to reassert my dominance. <laughs> Pull out my penis and be like, just squirt on you a little bit. You're mine now. Go get another drink. I don't know drink. about all that. Like, <laughs> it's, just, it's just a little pee. We've all had some pee on it. <laughs> She's out. <laughs> well, as a child or as a, a parent, we've all had some pee on us. So it's okay. Oh, no. Okay, so guys, future plans. Uh, so I will be out of commission uh, December or January. I'll be coming back February to do some shoots here uh, first half of the month. But the really good news and you hear it here first because I haven't posted about it really officially is that we're going to get to go to New York. Uh, I'm going to bring uh, one of our girls with us, two of our girls maybe. Irene. No, I'm not Oh, we're going to meet up over there. So this way, don't give away, don't give away the, well, I don't know. Let's, no, let's I was making a suggestion. I have no clue. Who yeah. So no, we're going no, to I'm go to New York. I'm taking, well, no, we're going to take Faith and possibly another girl to New York to work with uh, the, the likes of Callie Logan. Uh, we're going to do some OnlyFans stuff up there, uh, work with Gary Pranzo, who runs uh, the Giantess Zone, which is for your Giantess fetishes. He's amazing. A good friend of mine. And then we're going to go from New York to Montreal to meet up with Mutiny and with Irene. And that's where I will be. And yeah. that's where Irene will join us. And we're going to do uh, the first collaboration with Mutiny. Me with my coffee? <laughs> this is the first Mutiny SKW collaboration since 2010, I think it was. Dude, I'm so pumped. So, because she got fucking stupidly blocked out for a visa thing. And on top of that, because it's going to be in the new year, it will not only be you two, but there will be an additional, which we will keep secret. Oh, okay. We will we will announce it then. I but, don't even yeah. know who it is, so I can't fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, cuz I will. It will be an additional production name. You guys will you guys will understand soon. Yeah. But we'll have a <laughs> we're going to have a really good time. Uh, yeah. and speaking of that, uh, I had a great time with Paula and uh, well, it's so funny. For having me. The last podcast I'm like this ended kind of drunk and then this one kind of did too. So, hey guys, uh, cheers. I feel we like you not, guys are significantly less drunk. We have this not time. had nearly <laughs> as much alcohol. Which is really tiring. Point. We're kind of just tired. So, we're going to go watch a movie cuz these girls have to leave my house at 4 in the morning to catch a fucking plane. Yeah. AKA 3 hours. Oh my goodness. Mm. Actually, it's two and a half hours now. Two and a half hours. Ooh. Perfect time for the film. Oh yeah, we gotta start the movie now. All right, Sorry so, guys, we love you. Bye! bye. We love you guys. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and plug some stuff. And Tip it's your not... bartenders and waitresses. Yes, yes. We're gonna plug some shit. Uh, not what you submissives think it is. Uh, we're gonna just plug our website. So for me, it's skwppv.com for my pay-per-view. Sleeperkidsworld.com for the free stuff. We have over 500,000 free photos. And we have about 1.5 million views on the news site now. So come and check it out. It's all free. Uh, and then if you want to see our sexier stuff, it's essentiallysavageproductions.com. Uh, for my OnlyFans, it's OnlyFans forward slash Danny Jobber. And that's like if you want to see me looking all kinds of sexy, uh, sexy but also knocked out and shit and being submissive. And we have Paula, who's looking at her phone. I got to pull my She's up. getting ready. So hold on. Let's go to Irene. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we've got my standard website, which is irenesilver.com. You can basically find everything and anything from that home base, including my OnlyFans and Fansly. 
I will tell you right now that Fansly is where you can go to find all of my porn. That's right, I do have porn. Burr, burr, you burr, are burr, welcome. Burr. She really does. It's old porn, I'm not gonna lie, it's from my 20s. Um, but you can also find fight videos on there, which is fantastic. I will have I Dream of Miss Irene up and running by December. And keep an eye out for Dark Lotus Fantasies, which are the interesting ideas I have in my brain, which will come to your screens very soon. Nice. Paul, are you ready? All right. Yes, I have like, all right. <laughs> First of all, I have like a list that probably has as many as Irene's, but hers are all easy to find on one website. You'll have your website up there. I will. Soon. All right. So you can find okay, me on. Tomorrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> You can find me on OnlyFans. It's OnlyFans.com forward slash Paula Diamonds. Um, I have a many events. That one's Paula1817.manyvents.com. All right. I would really just say... Um, that's for the porn. And that's Sorry. for all the porn. <laughs> oh, the many um, Yeah, many yeah, that's the porn porn. <laughs> if you want to find me and all my naughty stuff, really, please just connect with me on Twitter. That's Twitter.com forward slash hot underscore bimbo one. You have to type it all the way out. Yes, yes, you do. Because she's too sexy for Twitter. I'm too sexy for Twitter, and I'm you're definitely too way sexy for the too, Twitter. too, too sexy, sexy for, the, for the Instagram yeah, too. You're too sexy. It's it's your fault. You made me that way. Oh no, you were already there. I just uh, it's it's just like some Thank guy you. behind a computer in Saudi Arabia who like once dated someone who looks like you, and he's like, "Fuck this woman." Right. <laughs> Pretty much. Otherwise, um, please come find me on Instagram. You can find more of my cheeky, not so naughty stuff on there, and that is Instagram.com forward slash Paula underscore Diamonds underscore Official, and it takes all the way to the first O Official. For you to see. Well, the me. only O. Of She's official. shadow banned right now. Super shadow man. <sighs> so okay, follow me. With, like my stuff. Retweet it. We're just really scandalous, y'all. Yeah. Let's yeah. be honest. Super scandalous for not. Oh, I'm on like Twitter number three and Facebook number eight. Yeah. So we're good. And it was just hilarious because we are far more scandalous than you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just want to know. Okay. So the girl that has like fucking Edward fucking dildo fingers on Twitter can just do whatever she wants. But like, I'm like. Hey, I want to wrestle, and I just get shut down. All right, I need more info on that dildo fingers. All right, so guys, <laughs> hey, uh, good night. We're going to go hang out. Uh, we love you so much. I'm going to let Paula sign us off by saying good night in a breathy, sexy voice. And All right, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you wipe up and walk out. And good night. <laughs> wipe what up? <laughs>